Good morning, everyone. It is seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. It's Saturday. It's October 28, 2023. We've got a lot to talk about this morning. We've got a mayor, a Bozeman mayor running. Uh, we've got uh, the Public Service Commission. Uh, Northwestern Energy is going to hit you with a massive rate in your electric and gas. We've got a new speaker in the House. Uh, Jewish American gun ownership is increasing. Taylor Swift's a billionaire. Uh, Israel is going into Gaza, and uh, Joe Biden has doubled the deficit. So, Shane, we got a lot going this morning. Yeah, it would be an important time of year. Amen to that. Hey, we want to remind you it's National Chocolate Day. It's National Immigrants Day. No one knows where they are or how many, Shane, but uh, (laughs) it's National Immigrants Day, so we got to help those folks out, I guess. It's also National First Responders Day, so we need to help those folks, uh, obviously, to appreciate all the fire and police and health care workers that uh, help us get through uh, emergencies and time of trouble. Oh, let's see, it's National Make-A-Difference Day, Shane. That's why we're here. We make a difference every Saturday. Well, that's why they hang all these banners at your southern border, because no one wants to read a banner that says happy birthday. That's for sure, yeah. International Animation Day, World Judo Day, and also I want to give a shout-out to all the folks out there that uh, are moving snow, uh, snowplow drivers and the folks uh, cleaning the parking lots and all that stuff so we can get safely into businesses, whatever. We really appreciate you guys uh, so much getting out there and, uh, and doing that. And uh, we've got to talk about uh, Montana State and Idaho. Uh, apparently, they're playing in Moscow. Uh, they're in Russia, Shane. I didn't know <laughs> that. They're playing in Moscow. Uh, <laughs> my, yeah, MSU is a 3.9 favorite, and the over and under is 62.1. So we uh, wish the cats well. That'll be on 2 o'clock on our sister station, XL Country. 100.7 on your FM dial. We got calls coming in already, Shane. So we might as well rock here and roll. Go. All right, here we go. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you are on with the award-winning Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, good morning, boys and girls. Hey, Nancy. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Today is one of those take that BS somewhere else today. That's kind of the mood that I'm in. I'm telling you, I I, I haven't heard you all all morning. Uh, the reception is off again. I don't know town square. You can't get through to you. You can't get through to KGBO or KBU. I don't know what's wrong with town square. But anyway, I'm talking to you now. So happy Halloween, everyone. Have a great uh, weekend. Yeah. But we got a new speaker. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's very impressive. Uh, I really love him and, and, and enjoy his scripture uh, coming out of Washington, D.C. I mean, it's been decades since we've had anyone talk scripture out of Washington, D.C. I mean, our government was founded on Judeo-Christianity. But, uh, you know, I, I'm backing him 100%, just like I did uh, Kevin McCarthy and also Jimmy Jordan, his nomination. And uh, he was very gracious to both of those men because they would have both been fantastic uh, speakers of the House. But uh, I just hope and pray uh, that we have a um, uh, Republican Party that is not going to fight and argue with him, that they're going to try and get along and work with him because we have a lot of egotistic, um, a lot of egos and a lot of uh, 
tempers and a, a lot of immaturity is what I'm seeing on the uh, in on the GOP side. So I'm hoping that they work with this man so we can get something done. I mean, there's so many important bills that are on the, the desk right now. But I am somewhat uh, disappointed. I was hoping uh, that the first bill that he would want to pass would be the one about our border situation, closing it down, and uh, no more funding for um, processing illegals into our country. But he has chose to, uh, you know, fund Israel. And um, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't know what you think, Tom and Shane, but we have a bundled bill. We have a, a, a Biden has bundled three bills together, aid for Ukraine, aid for Israel, and aid for uh, processing illegal aliens at our southern border. So I, I'm kind of curious to see what this new speaker does, Mike Johnson, if he's going to split that up or just what he's going to do here, because we certainly can't afford uh, any of Well, we can't afford any of these bills, to tell you the truth. But I don't know. I, I'm very impressed with this man. Um so what do you think about Mike Johnson? Well, he's a nightmare to the Democrats. Uh, he's anti-LGBT. He's uh, anti, or he's pro-abortion. Uh, passed a, or not, not pro-abortion, anti-abortion. Obviously, passed a, tried to pass a, pass a national bill of uh, to prevent abortion. And um, you know, there's a lot of things that the Democrats. Uh, he would be a nightmare for them, uh, but. Uh, you know, if the as you say, if the Republicans stick together, uh, everything's fine. You know, he could get through whatever he wants to get through. Uh, I do like the idea of splitting up the bills between um, um, uh, Ukraine and uh, all this other stuff. Can't put all this crap together. Uh, so yeah, we need to pass those independently. And I agree with you on the border; it's got to be shut down. Uh, we had almost a million people went through, and even they have court dates all the way up to 2027. So, <laughs> well, I, I, I hope, hope they got their calendars uh, on their, you know, their back pocket marked. Yeah, I tell you, I, you know, what surprised me is I, I knew that Mike Johnson was extremely conservative, but so is mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson or Jimmy uh, Jordan. He is yeah. probably one of the the biggest conservatives in Washington D.C. right now, and I couldn't understand. Or they ganged up on him because he's uh, he's willing to work with people and he's very understanding and I'm, I mean he's easy to talk with. But yeah. they fought against him and of course Kevin McCarthy. I don't know. There was things going against him. Matt Gates had something going against him. And by the way, Matt Gates is after John Fetterman now. He wants to boot him out of uh, the Senate. So we'll see how far uh, he gets uh, that egocentric guy. I uh, guess with uh, bo- uh, booting uh, John uh, Fetterman out. Yeah. But it's so interesting to see how our government works and when it doesn't work. I mean, it's kind of scary. I, I, I don't know. I don't have any trust or faith in our government anymore. So I'm hoping that uh, Mike Johnson can restore a little bit of that for me personally. But um, I, I, and I think there's one more thing that we need to uh, uh, talk about and remember that uh, Joe Biden has gone around the Supreme Court. He has actually. Um, uh, uh, give uh, gosh darn it, where's my my head today? He's um, excused 127 billion dollars worth of student loans, and uh, I don't think that's fair to the American people. And it's not being talked about; it's being ignored in the everyday uh, media. But 127 billion dollars in student loans has been forgiven by Joe Biden illegally because the Supreme Court told him that he could not 
do yeah. this. And they that's the Democrats. They go against our laws and get away with it. So I don't know what the Republicans are going to do. I'm hoping that Mike Johnson gets after them because he's a lawyer and he's a constitutionalist. That's his uh, expertise right there is our Constitution. But other than that, guys, I don't know. It's uh, sitting at zero here. I'm going to wait a while to take my river walk with my dog. All and right. it's been a terrible... Well, it's been a cold weekend, but my chickens survived. They're not laying. I wish they would, but in this cold, they're not. But have a great weekend, everyone, and it's been great talking with you. I won't be able to hear the rest of the show, unfortunately. Oh, well, I'm sorry about well, that. Well, you're Nancy. out. You're off. You're off. <laughs> well, we're Sounds we should be off. we should be online. So KMMSAM.com. <laughs> get on, get on well, the laptop. I'll try, I'll try it, but I haven't had much success. All right. All right. Thanks Bye-bye. for the call. All right. Take it easy. What do you think, Shane? Uh, all Nancy had to say there. Well, I, I agree with her on a couple of things. Look, let, let's really be clear because we've talked about this for 10 years. You know, the student loan debt that your country country has, which is, you know, is pretty significant. It's one back to one point seven uh, trillion. Mm-hmm. It's our, the gov- your government already owns it. So yeah. he, he hasn't forgiven anything. He He's just... Uh, you know, reduce, he's just taking it from the asset side of the balance sheet and put it on the, put it on the debit know, side, yeah. Debit side, yeah. Uh, number two, uh, this gentleman from Louisiana is quite impressive. I, I've seen him on several shows uh, since he was elected. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 51, family of four. The first uh, uh, child uh, that they adopted was a young black African-American, uh, 14, and they have a 14-year-old son of their own, and so he's raising. Uh, I think it's five, four or five children, uh, you know, in Louisiana, and uh, he, he's a well-respected individual from everything I can tell, particularly in the Republican Party. So uh, I, I just see this as an opportunity of someone who's not literally in bed with mm-hmm. the Democrats, but willing to compromise with them, and, and that's what you need to get things to move along. Uh, there's 70 percent through developing your bu- budget to meet the you know requirement for November, and if necessary, he he'll work on or said this week he'll work on it as well, like continuing resolutions. But th- they'll send all those bills to the Senate on a separate basis, to, yeah. so for the Senate to vote on it individually. But they won't want to do that. They'll no. go back to committee and they'll want to put it all together in a continuing resolution we'll, we'll see how it ends up and you know what your your president's prepared to sign there you go 406-522-TALK is the number 522-8255 caller you're on with Tom and Shane what's going on great to be on with you gentlemen and non-commercial radio <laughs> all right. it's a great one all right <laughs> first of all I'd like to um, address um and I hope he's listening. Right on, John, if you're listening. My middle name is Michael, so yeah. that's why I use that over there. At the uh, there you show. go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And my um, my CB handle is uh, String Bean. And if, uh, right on, John, if you ever got to look at me, you know that that's a, an appropriate moniker. <laughs> Just thought I'd clear up that uh, over the last. What happened last week, guys? Were you off the air, right? Last week? No. No. Really? Yeah. I couldn't yeah. get couldn't get you on the radio. It was nothing but static. Well, you probably couldn't well, get us. I, I was only there for the first two hours, and then Tom yeah. had a recorded yeah. uh, interview on, uh, with us. Uh, I'm guessing you, you're listening to 1340 out of Livingston. Right. Okay. Right. They've been sold. 
that's, wonderful. Yeah, that station's been sold. Town Square Media got rid of it, and they're doing something over there. So I, I don't know if they're going to carry us. Uh, obviously, they're not Town Square. They're in. They're another another group. So oh, okay. uh, you may have your own Livingston uh, out of there. So you either have to get us on the app, AM fourteen fifty KMMS uh, on your smartphone, or uh, online at KMMSAM.com. Well, I picked you up on thirteen forty this morning. Well, uh, they I, I know they were doing some work over there. Somebody over in Livingston oh, okay. uh, texted in and uh, said they were uh, working on that right. building. So I don't know. I don't know what they're. Mm. <laughs> we're, I'm I'm out of the loop on that. <laughs> no, uh, well, and by the way, we got about a foot of snow over here, and my back has felt every inch of it. To tell you the truth, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Good line. Anyway, yeah. since. Since we're open for business, I thought I'd throw something at you. Sure. In my in my life, the stock market was usually a good barometer of the financial uh, situation of this country. Would you say that's a, a correct uh, assumption, Jane? Yes. I, I I'm not I'm not sure. Hundred uh, percent. Okay. You're hundred percent correct. Yes. Well, I, I I'm I'm a, in the, I'm a, in the twenty in the twenty first century. Uh, less likely, uh, you, know, you know, 30 years ago, mm-hmm. because it was uh, there. It was a it was a different market, but yeah. now it's mm-hmm. yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little dubious. Uh, the market has continued to climb since um, 1929. I guess uh, it's almost a straight up uh, you know graph, but mm. um, there are things that now affect the market that didn't used to. And, right, like this phony, like this phony GDP report that came out. Yeah, you know, yeah, things it, like yeah. that. Yeah, so we're well, gonna, we're going to talk uh, about that a little bit too. So, yeah, obviously Wall Street didn't buy it because it, it, mm-hmm. they, the, you know, uh, the Dow Jones Industrial went down and, and mm-hmm. several of the other indexes went down too. And yeah, the Nasdaq you know, the, dropped big uh, Thursday and Friday. Yeah, and 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 the first time unemployment uh, numbers went up, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, it, it's just it, it's confusing. To some extent, but I always, I always, mm-hmm. and it's always one of these things where it's um, less than expected or more than expected. These folks yeah. can never get anything right, so they have to readjust, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a couple of days later or a week later. And 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 yeah. mm-hmm. the White House just came out and says we're in good shape financially. Really? Yeah. Who the heck are they? <laughs> who the heck are they talking to? Well, inflation's driven up everything you buy, so the GDP has to go up because more sure. more business is sure. being done with fewer fewer goods and well, services. Well, yeah. Plus, you have back to school in September. Yeah, you got back to school uh, sales going, and, and on. now you've got Halloween coming up, and yeah. you know, and then you have you know that well, Black the pr- the Friday matters every- mm-hmm. holiday. Yeah. Yeah, the prices of everything are up, so mm-hmm. naturally the people are going to spend more. That makes that's just. Well, and everybody's sense. working multiple jobs too. That's why the jobs uh, market went up because with inflation, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, stay-at-home moms had to go back to work, and a lot right. of moms and dads had to take on uh, evening jobs, uh, doing something. So, there you go. And, and Tom, Tom, I think the real problem is credit card debt. The interest on credit card um, oh, yeah. debt that the banks are charging is is over a hundred billion dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. So that, well, as Shane pointed out, we got a. Well, he was talking about student debt, but we got about a trillion dollars in, one point six or seven, I think. Last time I looked, uh, yes. in credit cards. Uh, so, 
And, you know, the worse your credit, uh, the more you pay in interest. So you're, some people are paying 28% uh, you know, the interest on their uh, credit cards. And, and the, the bad news is that this, this is going to continue because uh, the Federal Reserve at the end of December after the holiday buying will raise, uh, you, know, you know, the uh, Fed rate. And I, yeah, I still expect it to go somewhere. It could go as high as uh, mm-hmm. 6 or 7%. Um, over the next three to four months. Yeah, and that's going to drive housing down. It's already down because of the interest yep. rates they've got now. So, Well, and know. that's the biggest problem that you have yeah. is that, you know, when you listen to these talking heads on financial news, they'll tell you that the uh, commercial real estate in your country is in a, in a depression. Yeah. Uh, residential real estate's in a recession. But they're saying, oh, these are just sectors. <laughs> Well, that's not true. Like 80% of the 1,250 plus public companies in your com- country, 80% of them mm-hmm. are down as much as uh, 60% and some even over 80. So it's it's not, not a good thing. Shane, Shane, have you heard that the, uh, the Chinese are trying to sell um, <clears throat> some of our U.S. debt? Well, they've been doing that all along. But more importantly, they've fallen off the precipice. Um, you know, the new, this wonderful Z guy, he has spent over a trillion U.S. in Zen money to buy through the 12 communist banks they have. You know, they have a commercial bank, they have an agricultural bank, they have an industrial bank of China. You know, they, through the banks, they're buying back, guess what, public stock on their four ex- or three exchanges, not so much in Hong Kong, the fourth, but... In the, it, because everything is collapsed there, like mm-hmm. uh, th- you know, their, their commercial real estate, with over 87 million condos and apartments empty in ghost cities, uh, you know, have mm-hmm. collapsed. And and uh, uh, three of the largest uh, public uh, real estate companies in China are bankrupt. Uh, it, it's really bad. So it's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I heard that they're trying to sell this, and and nobody's buying it. Oh, people will buy it. Even the Federal Reserve will buy it. They, they want to get their balance sheet back in a situation because they'll have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. they, they, look, okay. Because really, really you're buying it back at not, a discount. Uh, that's right. right. And, and Maybe, real quick, let, hey, let's be clear about this. So the Treasury market's inverted. So uh, right now, the you know the thirty-year um, uh, the 30 year right. bond is is trading at 86 and a half dollars on the market with a 5% hmm. you know yield plus a coupon you, you go to the tuesday market from the treasury department you have to pay 100 for it number 1 and the interest rate you get is 0.005 the, the 20 mm-hmm. per, wow. 20 year let me give, give you the 20 year real quick we usually do this much later in the show but we'll do it for you right now the, the 20 year is also inverted and uh which makes it even more dangerous because it's trading around $92 uh, or $89. And, uh, you know, 5.1% plus a coupon at 4.3%. If you go to the the Treasury on the Treasury auction, when they're offering it, it's at a face value of $100 with 0.005 interest. So what what you're seeing is is a broad market being created um, with U.S. debt. And, And Let's let's not kid ourselves. Sovereign debt globally is you know the largest market in the world. Um, it's not hmm. it's not equities. It's not stocks. Mm-hmm. Well, if I was if I had a whole lot of money, I'd buy some of it myself. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what you'd probably want to be because you can always sell them because you bought them out of the market because the right. market will shift. But, you know, look, the biggest bear on um, on Wall Street, who's the CEO of one of your largest banks, announced this week he's going to sell a, a million shares. And he's been there over 20 years and never sold a share. And he's been warning everybody like I have for two years that this market is overvalued and and uh, people aren't even buying stocks, I agree. you know, with a PE ratio of less than ten right now. That's how bad it is. I and agree. They were paying, I agree. It's they're buying stocks with thirty, thirty-two percent, or thirty to thirty-five PE ratios. This, this is it's yep. not a good. Situation. I agree with you. It's overvalued because every time some of this financial news comes out, the stock market reacts yeah. violently. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, and 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 the. Uh, the, the, the Bobcats are in Moscow. Yeah, they're in Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is so is Hamas and and the uh, one of the Ayatollahs <laughs> yeah. uh, from Iran's uh, ministers. Yeah, they're all of the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope that, I hope the Bobcats don't get drafted and, and get sent to Ukraine. That's well, all I care about. I I, I just hope like Brittany Griner, they don't have any pot with them. <laughs> oh. <geez. laughs> All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Don't don't <laughs> drive safe out there. Everybody is oh, yeah. in the listening audience, be very careful driving out there. We've yeah, already it's had nasty. people just smacking into each other. Yeah, it's really nasty. So, all right. Thank yes, you, Eric. Thanks for the call. All right. All right. Well, we're getting down to the bottom of the hour here, Shane. We got a lot to talk about coming up. Um, you know, I still want to talk about the uh, mayor's race. We got to talk about. Uh, um, and I'm going to deal with the 4.9%. Everybody says, oh, Biden got 4.9%. I'll tell you why. That sucks uh, as we as we go through the morning. Also, you're going to get hit with a massive rate hike uh, from uh, uh, Northwestern Energy. So uh, can't have that. And, uh, well, you will have it, actually. <laughs> hey, don't forget, BozemanMagazine.com. BozemanMagazine.com. Get over there. Tom and Shane are in Bozeman's Reader's Choice. Over there under media and info, go to bozemanmagazine.com. Uh, uh, click on the uh, Bozeman's Choice up in the black banner at the top of the page and vote for Tom and Shane under media and info. We would appreciate it so much because all of our competitions on every day were only on once a week. So Shane and I will return right after these important words. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's October 28, 2023. The Bobcats take on Idaho over in Moscow, Idaho, today at 2 p.m. Uh, that'll be on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial. And from uh, our text line, or our uh, app chat line, rather, uh, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone, right on John, replies, too funny, Jerry. So <laughs> thank you for that, Jerry. So take that. Oh, let's see. Uh, we got to uh, catch up on our cha uh, chat line here a little bit. Uh, our text line, rather, 478-8298. Uh, Jim Jordan, not a conservative, hasn't authored a single bill. He's just a Trump loyalist. No good. Well, I think Jordan's better suited to going after the Bidens. Uh, he's head of the judiciary, so I think uh, he's better served there than being the uh, head of the, uh, of the uh, GOP of the House. Uh, Joe Biden's not forgiven any student loans, and I think Joe, uh, I think uh, Shane alluded to that. What kind of so-called so research does your caller make? So there you are. I think Shane covered the student loan it, thing it, quite well. Have, yeah, clearly they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So. 
Okay, let's see. Uh, Nancy needs to download the app off Play Store or Google, uh, whatever, whether she has an Android or whatever. So, so yeah, by all means, do that. Uh, see, Tom is right. Stock market is not a barometer. New uh, GOP 4.9%. Trump never broke, broke four. Record low unemployment. Inflation down and below third world average. Uh, let's go Biden. Multiple jobs. Where is your source for that statement? Pulled out of, <laughs> pulled out of my keister, I guess. So, well, no, let me it, tell you, it's, 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 go 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 to your U.S. federal government on uh, unemployment, and they will tell you that. Well, I will. I went to Market Watch after at least twenty uh, commenters. No, that's something else. Hang on here. Let me get Market Watch. Okay, number of people. Uh, working more than one job is on the rise. Multiple job holders reached 8,137 in March, or 5.1 of the total unemployed population. And that's up from 7.5 million during the same period last year, or 4.7 of the population. So, yeah, the, among those uh, holding multiple jobs, the number of people working their primary job full-time, taking on a part-time job, reached its highest level since the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. So don't don't tell me I'm pulling stuff out of my keister because well, I, I can back it up, man. And pre-COVID, your workforce was 170 million. It's now 161 million. Yeah. Of which 130 million are private sector jobs. So mm -hmm. get, get yourself a yeah. you know, set of reading glasses. Yep. Don't try and call this show a debate with me because you're gonna you're unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to talk a little bit about the mayor race in Bozeman that's going on. Uh, we've got we got three candidates running for for uh, mayor. Shane uh, Cindy Andrus, who's been mayor before, is running again. John Mayer and uh, Joseph Morrison. So. In other words, uh, to the people of Bozeman, you have no choice for mayor. I mean, there's just uh -huh. no, uh, no, it, it's, uh, yeah. If, uh, now I've known Cindy for years. Uh, she's a very nice person. We, we couldn't be more politically apart, but uh, uh, I will tell you if Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Michael Moore had a baby, it would be Cindy Andrus. So. Well, and uh, and remember, uh, less than 35% of the people of your county are going to vote in that election. Yeah, and the snow will probably keep people away. Well, I don't know if it's going to be snowing on September, uh, November 7th, but anyway, you don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, Joe Morrison, uh, he's he's backed by Kirkhoff, uh, Carson Taylor, <laughs> Planned Parenthood. Uh, that, that should tell you all you need to know uh, there. And uh, the same with John Mayer. Uh, you've got four socialists or communists, depending on which way you want to look at them, currently serving on the city commission. So adding, uh, even if this guy was, <laughs> even if this guy was John Wayne, uh, all votes would be four to one. You know, so it doesn't really matter. And a lot of people want uh, Joe in and John to uh, take uh, Eho's place. Uh, Eho uh, Pomeroy will uh, has uh, had to resign due to health reasons. So uh, they want both of those in there, which uh, I don't know what they think about Cindy. I guess that leaves Cindy out in the, out in the cold. What I find so fascinating is that these people are running, at, which I find incredible for one reason. 
they shut you down because of COVID. What, what, I, I can't believe anyone would vote for them. It, mm-hmm. That's what's so fa- fascinating about it. Yeah. Well, and if you don't like the growth, if you don't like the uh, the uh, homelessness, it's not urban camping. Stop calling it urban camping. <laughs> you know, the, the Democrats are experts of this, Shane. Pro-life, oh climate God. change, gender-affirming surgery. Uh, these guys come up with the terms that just blow me away as to how how they uh, take something they they take something that has that isn't a problem make it a problem and then <laughs> that bitch they they can't find a solution to it yeah it's so. it's pretty incredible yeah. but thanks mm-hmm. thank god that, you know no one's uh, fighting this issue with guns and artillery and tanks you know they're yeah. going to the ballot box that's you know that's well, the that's, only that's certainly true yeah well, uh, for city commission to take uh, Eho uh, Pomeroy's place, uh, Roger Blank and Jennifer Magic are running. Uh, so, as I said, uh, yeah, one of our one of our texters says we need to get Jeff Krause in there again. Well, <laughs> when Jeff was there, it was a four to one vote too. So, yeah. so yeah, uh, sooner or later the population has to wake up. I mean, this we're going back to uh, Steve Kirkoff, uh, Marcia Youngman, and uh, Joe uh, Joe Frost. Uh, you know, which was a disaster uh, back uh, in the 90s, if you remember back there. So, well, when you look at everything, the, the global debt, the global war, the global economy, mm-hmm. it's all 1938 mm-hmm. all over again. It, mm-hmm. It's it's really a, a, an amazing mm-hmm. reality that you can go full circle yeah. in, in, you know, in, mm-hmm. in 100 years. Yeah. Well, there weren't multiple jobs under Trump, too, not at the level there are now, because uh, you didn't have the inflation that you have now. You only had a 1.6% inflation under Trump, rather than the 4 or 5% that it is now. Well, that's core inflation. It's, you know, it's yeah. double digits. They're not going to admit to that. Well, yeah, it's it's more than more than that, because they're not including gas and, uh, and uh, food. food. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's see. Uh, Biden's accomplishments are legendary. From his first day in office, cancel the Keystone Pipeline, disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal, bowed to the new Green Deal, and continued with Obama's war on the petroleum industry, ends Trump's successful border agenda to remain in Mexico, inflation at 40 years high, interest rates at decades high, two major wars broke out, weaponized the FBI and Justice Department, to eliminate President Trump from the presidential race, and amazingly, still polls at fifty percent. Not, to, not to mention the tens of millions, you know, over fifty million. The investigation in your house mm-hmm. of representatives have determined that his family has taken in from all of these aggressors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, China, uh, R- Romania, mm-hmm. Pakistan, Russia. It's. Uh, you look at this and you wonder, you know, where's the deep throat of the FBI? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. now you find out this last week that the FBI had 40 informants in the Biden family. And, uh, you know, you remember the guy that walked into the White House when Trump got elected and, you know, determined that he was going to start investigating him. Yeah, uh, it's 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 uh, it's arsenic, baby. It's just it's really bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. There are only communists running from our text line. <laughs> well, it's hard to tell. So it's hard to tell a socialist from a communist, Jane. Uh, a lot of a lot of similarities there. Well, it's the same people. So yeah, there you go. 
Oh, let's see. Driving around Bozeman, I don't see housing recession. Uh, well, <laughs> Shane didn't have anything to do with housing here. He hasn't been here, so he doesn't know. So <laughs> get off well, his what back. I do, what I do know <laughs> is that, that over $1.2 trillion in commercial debt has got to be rolled over in the next four months mm -hmm. uh, across your country. That's going to be a, a real problem. And yeah. uh, the issue with the mortgage rates is also going to become a problem. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's the last bastion of asset for the American people are, are their homes. And, mm -hmm. you know, th th we've seen this show before in, in our lifetime. I, I saw it in the 70s, 80s. Uh, we saw it in the late 90s, early 20s. Or, or uh, uh, you know, it's mm -hmm. the turn of the century. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a continuous cycle that people just refuse to accept. Yeah. Uh, Mike Johnson is an election denier. Yeah, along with uh, anti-LGBT and uh, <laughs> and uh, abortion. Uh, yeah, he's the uh, I, the Democrats couldn't. <laughs> they, there's no way uh, they're they're going to work with this guy. Well, there, there are more Democrats that are election deniers than there are Republicans. Let's well, well, I don't know about that, but anyway. Uh, let's see. If Trump were in office, you'd be bragging about the GDP. It pains you so to you must dump on the good news. Sad. Well, I don't know how many times I've said uh, yeah. presidents have nothing to do with the GDP, nothing to do with unemployment, nothing to do with uh, the the uh, stock market. Uh, you know, I've said that a million times. That's right. And and the the only thing that a president has. Uh, a responsibility for is a four and a half thousand plus jobs in, in the you know in the White House and the executive building across the street and mm -hmm. those positions are all filled. Yeah, so there you are. <laughs> Need to Jeff uh, draft Jeff Jeff Krause for mayor. Cindy Anders is a disaster. The morning guy on KBS calls homeless veterans camping bums. So disrespectful. Um, I don't call it, well, I, I can't call it, well, yeah, I will call them bums because I was a bum at one time. I was a bum on the street panhandling for money. So, yeah, living out of your car. these are bums living in their cars and living on their living on the street, and I did that uh, in uh, San Diego because, um, you know, I figured when I got there, uh, there would companies would be fighting over me, but they were fighting over a thousand other guys that had better qualifications than me, so... <laughs> There we are. Uh, Trump spending and printing money caused inflation. Yeah, you're right. It did. Because we uh, we tried to prop up uh, people uh, that weren't working. So, yeah, I'll agree with that. Uh, the FBI is not weaponized. Uh, if you believe that, uh, Shane's got a uh, beachfront property there in Kamloops you need to take a look at. So. Well, it's riverfront. It's not. Yeah. Beach. Well, yeah. It's on the water, anyways. Yeah, on the Great Thompson River. Yeah. yeah. FBI is doing their job. You don't have to like it when they go after your guy. Well, I, I, I don't care if they go after my guy. I'd just like for them to go after the other guy too. All those guys. <laughs> Forty informants. Forty informants. Shane smoking the hard stuff. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not the one who reported it. It was. Even reported by your uh, woke media, they, yeah. they're they're now turning their head and looking at the Biden family and going, oh, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. 
Uh, maybe the Afghanistan withdrawal would have been better had Trump not released 5,000 Taliban fighters back there. Let's see. 70% of Republicans are election deniers. Uh, where does Shane pull his statements from? We know. <laughs> well, if you, got a, if you got a link that says 70% of uh, Republicans are deniers, then by all means, uh, send me that link. Yeah, maybe if you added to, you know, the both, you know, Democrats and Republicans, you know, yeah. Americans together, are, both of them might uh, might. Yeah, the Americans done, are yeah. distraught about your government and uh, your elections. Uh -huh. I mean, it's clearly been covered by most of the media in the last mm -hmm. four years. From our texts or from our app chat line, AM fourteen fifty KMMS on your uh, smartphone. In the nineteen thirties and forties, they called them migrant migration camps. So low income families wandering the states, looking for work. Back in the yeah, days. if you look at your national media and mm -hmm. the House and the Senate uh, yeah. Democrats, and if they were to be going after. Uh, Biden, the way they went after Trump, which was all false. <laughs> yeah, we know that. They even every newspaper's accepted it, and all the investigations have proven it. Mm -hmm. uh, boy, can you imagine what would you be? What kind of position would you be in right now? Whoa! I know. This guy, wow. uh, Mike Johnson, has to be sitting pretty high, third in line to the presidency, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's there you are. Bad situation. <laughs> aside from being Speaker of the House. I was going to say that that's going to scare Democrats more than anything else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Democrats are going, wait, I, I think I can live with Kamala as bad as she is, but not, not Johnson. I'm not that's going funny. there. From our text line, 406-478-8298. Bum, no, Tom, you were homeless, not a bum. Republicans play the victim card. FBI is not weaponized. You don't like it when your side gets busted. Well, I, I just want both sides to get busted. That's all I want. Um, Biden paid $3 million in cash for his beach house. There you go, Shane. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. When that story came out, everyone was just, you know, and this was just after he left uh, the vice presidency, right? So yeah, it, it was. It's, it's a pretty remarkable situation to find yourself in. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you've been in government for 50 years. You become vice president and you leave the office. Uh, as vice president after eight years, and hmm. all of a sudden you put down three million in cash. Think about that, three million cash. That's a lot of money. I, that's big time. Yeah. From our text line, I hate to be redundant, but the Trump derangement syndrome is undiminished in Bozeman. Many are still clinging desperately to the debunked Russian hoax initiated by Hillary Clinton and perpetuated... Uh, by the decade leftist media and the equally corrupt Democrat Party. Talk about election deniers. <laughs> How about truth deniers? <laughs> there you go. Well said. <laughs> Good job. Well, we got to talk about this uh, rate increase coming uh, to a house uh, near you. I don't know about urban campers. Uh, I don't know if they're going to get anything or not. But... <laughs> but uh, the uh, Public Service Commission approved Northwestern energy rate hike 28%, Shane. Almost a third of what you are paying now is going to be added to your electric and your gas bill. 28%. And the appeal, the, uh, the Public Service Commission uh, unanimously okayed this. Well, oh, it goes towards what I believe is uh, 
you know, taking your state off the grid and creating a Montana utility mm -hmm. once again to provide, uh, you know, these, these benefits and services. And th this just backs up my argument uh, why it's, mm -hmm. uh, it should be done. Yeah. Well, residential uh, customers will see a 28% uh, increase in bills as compared to August of 2022, or an 8% increase since the All-Republican Commission approved an interim rate increase uh, for uh, Montana's largest uh, mon monopoly uh, last fall. So. so if you believe the federal government's core rate of inflation, I wonder what, what you believe now about your state. Yeah. Rate of inflation, 28% increase. I would say that's pretty inflationary. Yeah. Well, it's no secret that if, that if any of us were to raise our rates by 28%, our customers would be going elsewhere. Northwestern uh, Energy customers don't have that luxury. We are dependent on you to withhold uh, requests that are frequent, constant from uh, Northwestern for more money. But uh, they passed this deal. So um, I'm not sure when that's going to take effect. I don't think it says in the story that I'm looking at here, but um, or it may have already taken effect. But uh, at any rate, uh, man, that's a whew, that's a lot of that, money. That, that's folks. what you call a big ticket item at Christmas. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Well, for our text line, 478-8298, a CNN poll, a percentage of Republicans who think Biden's 2021 was illegitimate, uh, ticks back up near 70%. Well, all you have to do is say it's a CNN poll. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. That's yeah, probably... the question they probably ask you, as a Republican, yeah, meaning yeah. they know they're calling a Republican. Yeah, I'm sure As you're... a Republican, yeah. do you not agree that, you know, that... Yeah, the, the 20 election was stolen. I mean, yeah, that, are you stupid kind of enough to believe the election wasn't taken from Donald Yeah, Trump? or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lowering interest rates doesn't necessarily reduce the cost of a house. Uh, after land sellers and builders lower costs, uh, lower their profit margins, the total cost is about the same uh, after the increase in taxes. Uh, no, but the problem you have is that you know, people that picked up a 30-year mortgage at, uh, you know, between 2% and 3% mm -hmm. you know, in the yeah. last 10 years, they're, they're not going to sell. And yeah. if you don't have rollover in value on property uh, in sellers, then all you're going to have is inflation in the value of the, the property and, and the price to buy a new home. Yeah, uh, That's just yeah. that's part of the cycle. Uh, that's, that's where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, somebody sent me a link to the three uh, most popular uh, cities or the lowest cost cities: uh, Miles City, Anaconda, and Butte uh, are uh, all in there. Yeah, interesting. They, they would three most affordable towns. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, all, and, but all of those have lost population in the last thirty years. Well, we don't care. We can't cherry pick these things, Shane. You know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't do that. So, I don't know. A thirty, uh, well, almost a twenty-eight percent increase in uh, in uh, you know your bill, electric bill, gas bill. Ooh, Ooh that, that that and it's hard to understand because you know gas trading at what it is under three bucks yeah. is it's just crazy, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. 
Let's see if I've got a caller on the line. I'm not sure if I do or not. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Not there. All right, let's try here. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Are you there, Tom? I am here. All right. Uh, yeah, this. Let's see. This is Steve. Hi, Steve. Do you remember where you were when Kennedy was shot? I remember where I was when Lincoln was shot. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I was. It was 1963. <laughs> I was eight years old. And I was in the second grade, and uh, it was around noon that we were asked to go home because we went to walk to school was yeah. you know poly poly school in Billings poly grad school and my brother and I walked home and our grandmother was there and she was cooking us the comfort food of lunch which was tomato soup and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and we sat down and we hadn't even started eating she comes in crying from the living room saying you know the president's been shot so that's where I was yeah I was I was uh, on my way to a one o'clock uh, manufacturing marketing class at Western Illinois University so that's in where I was, well, I was sitting in yeah. class or sitting in study hall yeah and the janitor had a radio in his little cubby hole and and so they came on, and, and so he came into the room and said, somebody shot Kennedy. Well, what was Kennedy doing that our government, it wasn't Oswald, uh, shot Kennedy? He was doing away with the Federal Reserve. He was pulling us out of Vietnam, which wars create debt. And our he cut, tax, cut federal taxes by 30%. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you got rid of the Federal Reserve, uh, where we gave the money changers December 23rd, midnight, 1913, it was either two or five congressmen stayed back and voted in the Federal Reserve Act. What do you replace it with, Steve? <laughs> gold and silver, just like our Constitution says. Yeah, but gold and silver is not gonna not gonna cash and process checks. Well, that's why they did or it. credit cards. There were, <laughs> they could handle it the same way, but not with the eight richest families in the in the world owning the Federal Reserve. That I know, but eighty percent of the job that the Federal Reserve did when it was first started was processing checks across the country yeah. and supplying cash to banks. Gotta go. I'm up against. The, I'm up against the clock, Shane. Or, uh, that's Steve. What they I, say. Sorry. Gotta go. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. Don't forget, uh, the MSU is taking on Idaho over in Moscow, Idaho, at 2 p.m. this afternoon. That'll be on our sister station, XL Country 100.7. On your FM dial, don't forget to go to Bozeman Magazine. Vote for Tom and Shane under Media and Info. We would appreciate that so much. And we will return with more right after this. Good morning, everyone. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. It's Saturday. It's October 26, 2023. Tom Eagle off your morning mayor in the house. Shane Tobin, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And uh, World Series started last night, Shane. A uh, yawner. Uh, who cares about Arizona and Texas? Jeez. <laughs> well, it's great to see Big W, the... You know, that, that's where he made his first millions, was yeah. owning the Texas Rangers. His yeah. dad helped him finance it. And, yeah. You know, it was quite funny because uh, 
And, you know, when he was president after 9-11, he went out and from the mound pitched a pretty good ball, you know, to the to the catcher. But yeah. he's older and he stood at the front of the pitcher's mound and yeah. tried to get it to first base, but it bounced. Well, it bounced the, to the catcher. Yeah, he didn't throw it to first base. It. Who dropped it? Who dropped it out <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, he dropped it, too. Well, he's an old guy, too. So. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he did it out of respect. You know, he knew we got it. We got it. it. <laughs> Well, the only notable thing about the World Series is uh, Bruce Bochy is the uh, first manager in history to take three teams to the World Series. So, yes. other than that, I didn't bother watching. I, I watched the, uh, I watched the Celtics beat the Heat and the Warriors beat the uh, uh, Sonics. Uh, yeah, I know. So, I'm not big in basketball. And, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not big on baseball either. You know, it's you, you know my perception. Yeah, so. All right, well, uh, we're big on football because the Cats are going to take yep. on uh, Idaho over in Moscow, Idaho, this afternoon, 2 o'clock, and that'll be on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial. And, uh, well... Um, I, I have one, one comment about the World Series. Sure. Look, if, if you watched the game last night, you saw that stadium, and it's right across the street from the Dallas Stadium. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're watching football halfway through the season. And you, you see the celebration of America's Americans at basketball games and baseball games and football games. And it's, it's a remarkable reality to step, step back in the 21st century and see the r- remarkable uh, prosperity in a country and, mm-hmm. you know, the possibility of World War III starting in the Middle East. It's the contrast is, it's just, uh, it's an oxymoron, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the the, the 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 hate is so great in the Middle East that the things they'll do is just unspeakable. Yeah. Well, House Republicans on Thursday passed a sprawling uh, partisan energy plan, the first funding bill approved by the on the floor since the new chamber, uh, or the new lower chamber was uh, uh, taken over by uh, Jim, uh, by uh, Johnson, Mike Johnson. Uh, yeah. The uh, measure passed 210 to 199. Um, it, uh, the second piece of legislation, it was only the second piece of legislation to uh, pass. And uh, they cut more than $5 billion in spending uh, out of the uh, Democrats' uh, signature climate tax and health care bill, which was approved without GOP support last year. So, so we're getting something done in Congress, whether you like it or not. So. Well, now they have, what, six more bills they have to pass because mm-hmm. they're doing them on an individual basis for your budget. Yeah. You know, before that November, you know, date, and mm-hmm. we'll see how close they get. Yeah. Well, um, we've got uh, nine Republicans, uh, or nine Democrats, rather, that voted against the resolution backing Israel and condemning Hamas. Uh, we, we all know who they are. Uh, Tlaib, uh, uh, Corey Bush, member of the squad. And uh, Jamal Bowman, member of the squad. Uh, Bowman's the uh, guy who pulled the fire alarm to open the doors somewhere. Yeah, was charged this last week for it. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, going to get a fine. Uh, Andrew Carson of Indiana and Al Green of Texas and um, uh, Summer Lee, another uh, uh, member of the squad, Pennsylvania. Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, of course, of New York. And uh, Omar of Minnesota, so no no surprise there. Ramirez of Illinois uh, were uh, were the nine who uh, decided that uh, well Israel doesn't need our help. You know, 
which they don't. Well, when you when you, when you see these Muslim uh, representatives and in, mm-hmm. in the House and Democrats mm-hmm. with their anti-Semitism or you know, excuse me, I mean, you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's it's in, incredible to realize again a hundred years ago, the 1932 election of FDR, 29 members of the Congress. KKK members were elected, and 16 U.S. senators were elected from the KKK from the South. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's a different time, <coughs> excuse me, and it's a Muslim cause, but when, when you look back 100 years ago, it, 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 it's the same thing. And uh, the, the, the situation in in uh, uh, Gaza is is just, it's, a, it's just horrific. I don't know what they expected after what a terrible thing they did. And, uh, but I guess at some point we might talk a bit about it. Yeah. Well, in other news, a Montana man has pleaded uh, not guilty Tuesday to federal charges that he threatened to assault and murder former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Richard Lee Rogers of Yellowstone County in southern Montana entered the plea during an initial appearance before uh, U.S. Magistrate uh, Timothy Calvin in a federal court in Billings, and he's charged with threats to injure and murder a member of Congress, which carries a 10-year prison term, $250,000 fine. He faces a second charge of making harassing telephone calls. And the threats allegedly happened February 3rd, several weeks after Republicans elected McCarthy to his short-lived tenure as Speaker, which was characterized by frequent clashes with hard-right members of his own party. So... I, one one gang for another, buddy. That's it. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm assuming this guy's probably going to see uh, the Gray Bar Hotel uh, sometime soon. <laughs> well, I asked uh, I asked uh, Chat GPT uh, what percentage of Republicans believe the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump, and uh, she I I think I, I like to think Chat GDP is a is a woman, Shane. I I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, she says, she says, (laughs) and, and chat GDP, if you don't know, is only updated till 20, uh, uh, January of 2022. Right. So it's a year, anything has happened in the last year, uh, they're not going to be able to help you with, but. As of my last update in January 22, various polls indicate that a significant number of Republicans believe the 2020 election was marred by significant fraud and that Donald Trump was a rightful winner. The exact percentages varied depending on the polling methodology, the wording of the questions, and the timing of the survey. A Monmouth uh, University poll in late March 2021 found 65% of Republicans believe that Biden uh, win, Biden's win was due to voter fraud. A Reuters poll uh, in November 2020 found 52% of Republicans believed Trump was the rightful win- winner. And I asked what, how many Democrats think it was stolen by Biden. And it, it said that, that um, as of my last update, January 22, a similar percentage of Democrats believe that the 2020 election was marred by significant fraud compared to Republicans. Polls generally showed that the vast majority of Republicans accepted the legitimacy of the 2020 election results and believe that Biden had fairly won. So once again, it depends on the questioning, wording, and all of that. But there were apparently some Democrats who decided that Biden was unfairly elected so we don't care because 
He's in the White House. He's in the White House. So not much you can do about it. So, so we're done with that. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see what uh, else. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jewish uh, ownership, uh, Jewish American gun ownership is increasing, Shane. Uh, a lot of uh, Jewish uh, people are anti-gun. They're gun control. Uh, a lot of them live in New York City, so they live in high crime areas, and um, they, they don't like the idea of uh, having guns uh, in people's hands. They'd rather see everybody be gunless. Well, that's right. And on the, in the unity government in Israel, they had a minister... You know, in uh, southern Israel, next to the Gaza Strip, uh, you know, handing out guns to all the people that live in the kibbutzes down there. Because, mm-hmm. uh, as we talked last week, you know, most people don't have a firearm at home. Yeah. Although, when when you look at the numbers of the uh, Israeli Defense Forces, they have they have a million and a half, one point four million, almost three million people they can call up that have military training. So mm-hmm. right yeah. now they've got about three to 400,000 on the southern border uh, with Gaza, and, and they've called up about 300,000 for the Lebanon border. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this has to be dealt with because it's uh, it's getting out of control too fast. Now, what ends all of it, ends it all. Mm-hmm. One thing that's going to, and it'll either be the Israelis or the Americans that do it, is Krug Island. Uh, K-H-A-R-G, go look it up, Google it. It's 25 miles off the coast, uh, the east coast uh, or west coast of Persia in the Persian Gulf. And it's a tanker, uh, tanker installation, uh, you know, that uh, uh, moves all the oil from Iran to mostly China. Uh, you know, you take that out. First of all, probably take two years to, to uh, fix it, but it doesn't take out their complex that's you know on the shoreline 25 miles away yeah but what it would do it you know iran would collapse and literally mm-hmm. overnight and yes the price of oil would go up but uh considering what we're seeing uh, and the risk that's that uh, we're talking about here uh, even uh, i i think everybody would agree to pay more for gas or gasoline you know to stop this what's going on because iran is going to let this get out of control and it's you, you, when you look at a city like Gaza, which keep in mind, Israel helped build, uh, you mm-hmm. know, over the yeah. last thirty years, and, and Gaza City, and and then Beirut that you know they took down twenty years ago, they've just sort of gotten back. So, mm-hmm. what you know, Hezbollah's in in Lebanon, another recognized terrorist group, the U.S. recognized Hezbollah and Hamas as terrorist groups, and and your president is sitting in the White House going. How, which way do I, th- you know, turn my thumbs? I well, mm-hmm. do. Oh, backwards is interesting, you know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, two things, Shane. Uh, one is that uh, the uh, Biden has not put back the sanctions that Trump had on Iran. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. Uh, you know, it just seems stupid. And uh, Biden has also not re-entered the agreement the the uh, well it's a useless agreement anyway which is probably why he hasn't gone back into it uh and you know the, and the nuclear I, I, agreement for the for them you know but yeah and it has to be mentioned you know the hutsi in, in yaman who have been at war now for six years with saudi arabia not that anyone cares because no one's paying attention he fired 14 missiles towards israel and they were all taken out by 
you know, a military, um, an American naval ship in the Red Sea. Now, look, uh, the Hutsis were declared a terrorist organization by Trump. And the second day in office, uh, you know, your president, Biden, took them off the terrorist list. So, mm-hmm. again, twiddling my thumbs forward or backwards. Which yeah. Would, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's not going to rejoin that. Uh, well, well, the problem with that original agreement that for um, Iran not to get a nuclear weapon, uh, China's on that list, uh, Russia's on that list. It's a five plus one, I think, or Germany's on it, France is on it, we're on it. Uh, but uh, it, it had to be unanimous if you if you uh, did anything to Iran, uh, to Iran. And you know that China and Russia are not going to go along with whatever happens. So it's a well, stupid agreement. I think that the Israelis expanded their, their incursions last night because the UN passed a resolution yesterday. Mm-hmm. 175 countries uh, voted for it, 14 against, including Canada, the United States, and Israel. And so yeah, the, the world is basically, you know, saying, oh, we, we, yeah. we don't want to step in front of this but the, you know the resolution was for a ceasefire well h- how do you have a ceasefire uh, again an oxymoron yeah uh, you, don't kill civilians well i'm sorry in war civilians were killed look in the last century of the 250 million people killed in wars mm-hmm. over 100 years yeah over 100 million were civilians yeah. 100 million yeah. so please i i i, I uh, the the 220 plus hostages and and uh, the children and, and everyone, uh, again, what did they expect? Yeah. Well, you got the stupid Geneva Convention in there. Yeah, I know we got a caller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, the Geneva Convention, uh, Hamas and uh, Hezbollah, they don't care about the Geneva Convention. I'm right. not even sure they even know there is one. All they're doing is, hey, uh, we'll hide in uh, schools and hospitals. We'll build our uh, things under places where we know they won't bomb, uh, you know, because innocents are there. And innocents were in Berlin. Innocents were in Tokyo. Uh, you know, Dresden, come on. Yeah. Uh, Hiroshima, Yagasaki. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So. Guam. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about yeah. the stories. Yeah, I was going to say Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. All right, let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Good morning, Tom and Shane. I just wanted to put in my two cents worth about Israel. and Go for it. The, con- the conflict over there. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, um, so many of these college students and high school students, and I guess the general population at large, they really have no uh, concept of the historical area of Judea and Samaria and Palestine and all this, and, you know, they're under the false assumption that somehow there was this state of Palestine that Israel booted out of their land, which is not true at all. There was there was never a country called Palestine, and, you know, it's very complicated over there, as you guys know, but, you know, in the Six-Day War in 1967, Gaza was... Um, well, it was conquered by Israel when they defeated Egypt and Syria and all the ones who were attacking them at the time. And Israel took over Gaza. And then, I guess it was 2005, Israel gave the Gaza to the Palestinian people. And instead of turning it into, 
you know, a nice, you know, coastal Mediterranean tourist type area. They built bombs, rockets, underground bunkers, and so forth. And, you know, Hamas is essentially, they're an offshoot of the Muslim Brotherhood. And even Egypt um, condemned them. Won't even they kicked them out of Egypt. They wouldn't they wouldn't allow them there. So that's who Hamas originally was. And I don't know where it's all going to end. But one thing's for certain: if um, Syria and Lebanon and Iran get directly involved and it gets to the point where Israel feels it's going to be overrun and conquered, they won't hesitate to use a nuclear bomb on. Tehran or any of these other countries, let's mm-hmm. hope it will come to that. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's no real easy answers, but, you know, they keep calling for a two-state solution. Well, they had Gaza, and they ruined it, and mm-hmm. now it's completely ruined, or will be when it's all said and done. And One other point, too, is that these big countries like Saudi Arabia and Iran and Syria, Egypt, these are pretty big countries by Middle East standards. They've got lots of room if they wanted to actually accommodate the Palestinians and give them a homeland. They could easily do that um, if they wanted to, but they don't. They like to keep the Palestinians um, as a, so to say, thorn in Israel's side to keep the acrimony going. So there's never going to be a a solution there that's going to continue on. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess God will have to intervene somehow to change it. So anyways, um, interesting times we live in, to say the least. Amen to that. (laughs) Yeah, and the terrible thing is the Palestinians like the Kurds. Mm -hmm. The Kurds are on the southern uh, eastern border of Turkey and into Syria. Uh, neither of them were granted any kind of statehood. Mm-hmm. And it was the UN, May 19th, 1948, that gave Israel to the Jews. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the UN did this. So yeah. it, 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 it's a act of you know, mm-hmm. confusion um, of mankind that, that, that we, again, you know, 100 years later, mm-hmm. full circle. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is that uh, you know nobody wants the Palestinians. Uh, that's that's, right. that's the that's the issue because, well, I I don't know I don't know that much about the Palestinians, but I I know in the Arab world, uh, they're they're pretty much second class citizens, much like blacks were in the fifties or sixties or that's correct whatever uh, you know and they just you know they've uh, been. I don't know, gypsies, tramps, and thieves, I guess. <laughs> For, well, yeah, well, better word of the Kurds is this is a Jordanian problem. Yeah. I, Palestine is really, the Palestinian people uh, are like the Kurds, and, and you know, they're in uh, eastern I- Israel and western mm-hmm. Jordan. And Jordan refuses to do anything with them because they listened to Arafat. Uh, they they yeah. tried mm-hmm. to give that opportunity up, what, 40 years ago, yeah. 50 years ago? And he tried to t- throw well, have, overthrow the king. So, I mean, we've seen all this. I have one more point or observation to make, sure. and then I'll listen to you guys. Um, you know, everybody's like, they want to have all this sympathy for the Palestinian civilians. Well, I do, too. 
but other than the very young that yet have not been indoctrinated into the hate the Jews mentality, you have to recognize and realize the fact of the matter is that over many years, whenever there was a suicide bomber in a market or a bus stop, um, these same civilians were in huge mobs chanting and cheering, you know, the death and destruction of innocent people. These are the civilians. These are, you know, you've seen it on the news, huge streets packed with people cheering, you know, chant mm-hmm. death to the Jews. And these aren't armed people. These are the civilians cheering on. So mm-hmm. it's hard to have a great deal of sympathy for the same people that, you know, mm-hmm. would like to see the death of the great Satan, us and the little Satan, Israel, as mm-hmm. they call us. Yeah, they're out there chanting and cheering whenever mm-hmm. some yeah. atrocity like that has taken place. So I don't have much sympathy, I say, other than for the very young. But yeah, I don't know. It's a quagmire. It is. You guys have a good day. Stay All warm right. out there, Tom. All okay. right. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. All right. All right, we got to take a short break. We'll be right back. Uh, Shay, we got another caller um, on the line. So if you would chat with them, I will. Uh, whoops, well, caller, uh, Shane's, Shane's going to get a cup of coffee, then he'll come back and chat with you. So <laughs> we'll be right back with more. Hey, don't forget Montana State. Coming up at 2 o'clock, they'll be playing a Western, or they'll be playing Idaho in uh, Moscow, Idaho. Uh, that'll be on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial. Don't forget, bozemanmagazine.com. Vote for Tom and Shane Media and info at Bozeman Magazine Reader's Choice. We'll be right back. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's October 28, 2023. Tommy Golovkin, Morning Mayor. Shane and Tom and Half Man. Half Amazing is in Kamloops, Canada. Uh, let's see. Try to imagine 1,300 of your neighbors being shot, raped, and brutalized. Everybody on in my street, my block, and the surrounding 10 blocks at least. Some a lot smarter than me opine that the only effective deterrent to violence is an immediate deterrent. A criminal is not concerned about what might happen down the road. The criminal is only concerned with what might happen in the present or immediately. When you think about it, the slogan from the river to the sea is a call for genocide of the Israeli people. And didn't the Palestinians Palestinians vote Hamas in as their governing body? And uh, yes, they did, Shane. <laughs> yep. And the and, caller will confirm it. But I, I just want to make one, one thing clear for everyone. Sure. Uh, the population of Gaza right now is around uh, 2.2, 2.3 million. But the sad thing is, over a million are under 25. Mm. So that gives you an idea of how stark the situation is for the Israelis. That they, yeah. they understand that. Yeah. Well, yeah, and uh, Israel gave uh, Gaza Strip to uh, the Palestinians in 2005 and 2007. They voted in Hamas as their governing body. And I think probably Hamas was voted in because it was much like uh, Saddam Hussein, who got 100% of the vote in his election. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't vote for Hamas, uh, somebody was going to show up at your home and uh, wonder, uh, ask you why you didn't. Yeah, it's not, this wasn't sure like the Mexican vote. cartels, yeah. where, you know, lead or silver. This was just lead. Yeah. You, you know, if you don't vote for us, you're dead. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't go along with us, uh, it's over for you. So, yeah, so... Yeah, they they I don't think they had much choice. So, 
None. We're talking about the increase earlier of a 28% increase in uh, from Northwestern Energy in your gas and electric bill on the way. Uh, my estimated property tax is up 28%. Between that, increased homeowners insurance, gas, groceries, and every other commodity as a retired person, I may be relegated to urban camping on the streets of Bozeman soon. So <laughs> I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. It is there. Oh, is let's the, see. Is the caller still there? Still here. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I was reading some stuff here. I know, but caller, you are on the air with Tom and Shane. What's up? Well, that that, that last uh, text in the in that referring to the last caller that mm -hmm. we got, and you already said that is the uh, yeah. Hamas people voted. Um, or the Palestinians voted Hamas uh, in, mm -hmm. and but the sad thing is, and what Shane just referred to as age limit and stuff too. But these uh, young people been indoctrinating and all this. So they, I mean, unless the good Lord changes their heart, they're not they're not going to change their way of thinking about killing the uh, Jewish people and that. But one thing I was thinking about is, uh, you think about Palestine and uh, Gaza Strip, and that is. Uh, it's pretty much, it looks to me like, what, what do they produce? They're like a, a, a reservation. They uh, are given money all the time to, to live on, and, and what do they produce and, uh, except hate and uh, wanting to kill the Jews? So I don't know what's going on over there, but uh, I, I did hear on a different program this week, too, that, you know, they got uh, uh, cartoons that they get, uh, or comic books or whatever, if you want to call them that, uh, mm these little kids are reading these about killing the Jews and stuff and mm -hmm. at a young age and that. So you're not going to get away from that uh, uh, mindset from these people. And uh, we're just uh, basically, if they don't get wiped off the face of the earth, which it ain't going to happen either, but uh, anybody that thinks out there in their right mind that the Jewish people have no right to go back in and uh, uh, go after these people for what they, the hideous crimes that they did is really not mm -hmm. thinking straight. And the other thing is there's a good, meme came out the other day that they ought to send all these college kids and all these sympathizers for uh, uh, Palestine and that, send them over there to these other places. The gay people and all these other folks, are they'll cut their head off and throw them off the roof or whatever. They mm -hmm. don't care if they're uh, supporting them or whatnot. So, but anyway, that's not my little bit of tidbit for today. Thank you, guys. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the call. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, Shane. Um well, let's not forget on 9-11, on you, you lost almost 4,000 Americans, yeah. I mean, in, in a single strike. Look what results, a 20-year war. Um, hundreds of thousands of civilians were killed during those 20 years. Yeah. And that was America. So if someone attacked you today and killed 35 to 50,000 people, which would be a similar number, yeah. What what would they expect you would do? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Mm. Let, let, let's be honest about this. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Well, the other thing the, the caller was alluding to, what these people do, uh, a lot of uh, Palestinians crossed into Israel for work. Thirty uh, percent. Yeah, they 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 were employed in uh, in uh, Israeli settlements. So. And and the Israel built all the waterworks, the power mm -hmm. grid, the sewage. Um, in in Gaza for them to in Gaza City, uh, yeah, th th this is a horrific reality for the world to wake up to 
of the how great the hate is. <laughs> and instead of recognizing that, you, you know, our uneducated millennials and X's and Z's and Y's and whatever, you know, they're walking the streets saying, oh, genocide's okay, because that's what they're, that's what they're, a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. full circle. It's, you know, it's, it's, you watch it on television and it's, it's heart-wrenching. Well, that's true. Yeah, the, um, it, it, it's, it's sad. Uh, you know, this, this whole deal, uh, the ideology of of people and the hatred of people is is hard for us to fathom because it is you know when when people are in trouble america is one of the first places to you know send stuff uh both in our own country and and other places uh so it's uh you know it's really sad that we uh we it's really hard for us to understand the mindset of somebody that just because you're a different race or a different uh, person, uh, you want to eliminate me. <laughs> well, I, you know, if I was Trump's people and he and I and he gets a nomination, and uh, he's if he's running for president, I'd go to New York and I'd say to the people of New York, uh, on the second day in the office, um, I'm going to tell the UN to leave. They've got a year. Yeah. <laughs> He'd win New York yeah. He'd, he, instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've, I've uh, the U.S. has been useless as far as I'm concerned for a long time. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Call your alma, Tom and Shane. What's up? Thomas, Joel. Hey, Joel. Who is an infidel? Anybody who is not on your side. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Well, in the case of the Quran, is those that don't believe that uh, Muhammad was a prophet. Yeah. So we are in photos, right? Yes. Death to America. Right. So the people listening that don't realize that these all these millions of people that are floating into this country, and I see them down at Walmart, and you name it, uh, if one of them walks into your house and figures they can kill you off, legally, uh, by their thinking, uh, better wake up because that can easily happen. Well, I believe so. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, I have a, uh, I have a client that I write, uh, news stories for, and one of them was, uh, in, uh, Ro- uh, uh, I forget where it was off the top of my head, but Anyway, a guy just walked into a guy's house and uh, threatened him, and, you know, they started tussling, and the guy killed him. And, um, you know, that's, he was able to defend himself. But in many cases, uh, you know, if you're in a home with a gun, many cases, if you're invaded, uh, that gun might be used against you. Not in every case, but certainly some cases. Well, that's that's true, because there's... There's many, many people got guns, including me, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, you can be overpowered, uh, especially the, the us older guys. Sure. Uh, yeah. Fairly, we, we'd like to think we couldn't be, but it's pretty dang obvious we could. Yeah. And uh, so uh, we're, we're, there's a huge amount of people that are a threat. And there's another thought, too, that I hear uh, said that, well, everybody's got a gun, so you think. What it amounts to in the community 
And so if somebody starts doing something bad, that somebody else will get them. But what that really says is we're expecting somebody else to save us. Mm-hmm. And we're only going to be able to save ourselves if we're going to be saved at all. Yeah. It, it, it's just like Bongino says, or anybody, it's just the, the time the police get to you, it's all over. You either save yourself or you're dead, one or two. Yeah, there's an old there's an old saying: when seconds count, the police can be there in minutes. That's, well, that's true. It is. I, I was on <laughs> four, four minutes in New Hampshire. Yeah. Same the same thing was said that the first five minutes mm-hmm. is worse than the next five hours. So, right. Uh, me, meaning that uh, if, if you didn't take care of it immediately, it it, it was uh, all over. Well, and also too. Well, some... well, I, what, what, well, look, what happened on October seventh has to- America better wake up because what you found out is even with a with a border closed, Palestinian people decided to invade Israel. Well, this has been going on now for years. You have eight million since Biden became president that have come invaded your country. So you, you, with your border open, you're totally exposed. I mean, if you don't if you don't believe people like Tom and I that are trying to tell you how dangerous this is, go look at the video that the the Israelis have put together of this ISIS Hamas hate. Uh, from their own cell phones to their parents calling them during murdering and raping and pillaging and defiling human bodies and children and women and men and the elderly. That's a terrible list to even say on the radio. It's the 21st century. Uh, Shane, there's there's one thing in Tom, too, and and everybody listening. Our media... It's very difficult to get good, honest information, and the people, the texters particularly, uh, really show that they're they're getting their information from some other source than what what Shane is just talking about and what I see, and uh, so they believe as deeply as we do because they're being brainwashed, and they want to be brainwashed because they don't want to know the difference. Uh, side to the story. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I, I mean, I, I, I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm a believer of my Christ, the Lord Jesus, who I believe is my Savior. But if some conservative Jews decide to walk in the temple on the mound and blow it up, <laughs> all bets are off, my friend. Yep. Well, you're, you're, you're talking my language. There you <laughs> and, go. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. All right. All appreciate right. it. <laughs> well, the other thing we've got to talk about, uh, Shane, is the uh, uh, poor 4.9% increase in the uh, uh, GDP uh, rose 4.9% annualized during the third quarter of 2023 above the consensus forecast of 4.5%. And the conference board forecast uh, consumption growth drove the expansion despite a contraction in real disposable income. Yeah, you're spending 2000 bucks a year more than you were before, but was supported by government spending and an expansion in private industries. Uh, this, uh, these data uh, put a November f- uh, Fed hike back on the table, which you mentioned earlier, Shane. December. Yeah. yeah. Uh, while the prospects for a soft landing of the U.S. economy have improved, our our base uh, 
forecast calls for two quarters of contraction in early 24. And um, the uh, GDP in the third quarter of 2023 showed a number of important trends that we expect to evolve over the coming quarters uh, that uh, following a uh, lull in uh, quarter two, consumption growth uh, came in much stronger in quarter three. Growth in, growth in consumption spending on goods and importantly services both accelerated for the quarter. Despite these spending gains, real disposable personal income contracted by 1% for the quarter. So the fact that there's a 4.9 out there, uh, whether it was Trump or whether it was Biden or whether whoever it was, you're still uh, treading water because of inflation and multiple job. Uh, uh, well, it, it was a year ago this month that I told everyone that the, this is going to be called the uh, price per earnings uh, stock crash. Mm -hmm. And everything we've seen that's happened and everyone denying it. And at the beginning of the show today, I told you 85% of stocks are down. You know, there were 81 IPOs in the last year. And 90% of them are down. 80% are under their offering price. Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, um, I don't know what will be the fine, final click, you know, or, you know, as we call it, a black swan. <laughs> but they're flying all over the place right now. And I, I just hope everyone's ready and prepared for it because... They will raise the Fed rate in, in December. Yep. You will see a continuation of decline of, of your economy. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for the economy you had and the consumption Americans were making, it would be a global depression. You know, China tried to com, com, you know, compete with America by creating a consumer public. But, you know, the, the, their consumer price index is down 60 percent. Mm -hmm. People aren't buying anything uh, Chinese in China. Right. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, as pandemic excess savings are depleted, debt levels continue to rise and mandatory student loan payments roll out. We expect consumption growth to weaken and eventually dip into contra contractionary uh, uh, territory. That's right. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you are on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Tom and Shane, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, listen, I have an old atlas in front of me. It's yeah. a peerless atlas. Yeah. And I'm looking at a map of Palestine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, for those who don't understand this, back in those days, and that was the time our states were formed, uh, Palestine was divided into 12 tribes. Did you know that? Yes, sir. Okay, the first the one is... The I original just let me tribes read of Israel. Yeah, yeah, 12 tribes. The original Israel. tribes go Asher, mm -hmm. Niphal, Zebulon, uh, I'm not pronouncing right, Isaac, Carr, Manash, Ephraim, Dan, Benjamin, Judah, number nine, Simon, Simeon, I think, and Gad, and Reuben. Now, Israel right now is the land that they were given in the last century. It was their tribal land, uh, according to the 12 tribes. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I never heard that mentioned before, but I thought I'd just bring it up for those listeners out there mm -hmm. that they may have changed uh, tribal boundaries or something, but this is a, a peerless atlas printed here in the United States, and it's from about 1890. So that's a long time ago, but 
I didn't know they changed the uh, the tribal tribal uh, situation. Well, history will tell you that an Englishman and a, and a Frenchman uh, drew drew the boundaries for all the countries in the Middle East, and they were all put into the 1922 uh, Treaty of Peace after World War One. So that's what created all those countries in North Africa to the Middle East and Turkey. And remember, you know, the, the uh, Turkish Empire was on the losing side of World War One. So, you know, they got sliced and diced. Uh, okay, the well, I just wanted to bring most. that up. I didn't know that it, uh, the tribal thing didn't still, wasn't still there, you know. Uh, but anyway, Israel has taken the land uh, at the end of World War Two. They needed a homeland, and they decided to go back to Palestine and take their tribal land, which was Judah. And there's where they're at today, and that's why they chose that area. I mean, we could have put them up in the Aleutian Islands, but I don't think that would have been very nice. So, anyway, i just like to hear any comments about that. All right. Hey, thank you for your show. I want to remind everybody that uh, 10 years ago, the one thing that changed everything in the Middle East was uh, Israel's discovery of yeah, natural gas off, off the it was Israel's so discovery of natural okay. gas. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thanks for the call. Yeah. He was having a hard problem, a hard problem hearing you, Shane. So okay. go ahead and finish your thought. Well, 10 years ago, everything changed in the Middle East when Israel discovered natural gas, massive reserves off the coasts in the waters of Israel. And that changed everything. They didn't need any Arab countries. And so their entire economy, or 20 years ago, uh, their entire economy has been shifted to natural gas. Uh, the, the whole system of what they've created has created a, 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 an oasis in the middle of chaos. Mm -hmm. the, the best economy in the Middle East uh, for the number of people per capita is stronger than even Saudi Arabia with the, or Iran or anyone else selling oil because it's so diverse. So it, it, the, the, you go back through the centuries and you look at how the Jewish people w w always had money. They always saved. They always worked hard. They had enough money throughout the, the, the you know, for 500 years to lend to monarchies. And when the monarchies couldn't pay them back, guess what they did? They threw them out of their country or they tried to exterminate them. And so, I mean, th this is nothing new. It's, it has been going on for 600 years. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where we, that's where we are. That's so. where we find ourselves. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it. it's, yeah. yeah. The U.S. could help China and its vacant building problem send all the urban campers and illegal aliens across the <laughs> Pacific to the CCCP. Yeah, that's from our good listener Tom out there. Thanks, Tom, for responding. Yeah, but the, the problem is, is they couldn't <laughs> afford to buy any of these eighty-five million apartments or condos because they're selling them basically similar to the price you're getting or trying to, Ugh. you know, the price in, in, in Bozeman anyway, it's the whole, it, the whole Chinese <laughs> system is coming apart at the seams, buddy. Yeah, yeah, right. Live with capitalism. You can die with it too. There you go. Uh, Democrats are playing. The Republicans are going to replace Biden at the last minute and let that, let the guy in jail loose on him. Uh, it is really hard to understand the hate people uh, that uh, different Republicans hate Democrats bigly. Uh, Mark Levin wrote a book uh, that uh, Democrats hate America. 
Uh, just remember uh, to uh, just listen to your callers. They're full of hate, and you can't imagine this Israel-Palestine conflict. We have uh, people in this country who hate others just because they are a different party. Well, they hate them, but they're not going out and uh, dropping bombs in their neighborhoods and you know, shooting, shooting up houses that have American flags in front of them. Yeah, I, I think hate's a terrible <laughs> yeah. word. It's disagreement, and that's what, you know, a, a, a republic like yours was created yeah. to allow. You can't compromise, but you have to talk to one another to mm -hmm. compromise. And, and this guy, you know, that wrote this book, I, I have a real, I don't watch him, you know, because he, all he does is scream and yell at you. And I, great, you know, you're the smartest guy in the room. You know, I, I don't like listening to people mm -hmm. that not only do they think they're the smartest guy in the room, but they have to tell you they're the smartest guy in the room. Having said that, he is a smart guy. He's written incredible books. But the history of your country is real. And, you know, what he has described and what your young generations don't realize is the horrific reality of what the Democratic Party's done to your country over the last 150 years. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's just been horrific. Yeah, pretty bad. Um, from our app chat line, AM 1450, KMMS on your smartphone, shouldn't banks process checks? We were talking about the, uh, the Federal Reserve. Uh, shouldn't banks loan out cash? Does the Treasury do anything besides run the Secret Service? Well, the whole dis the whole issue uh, 120 years ago at the Federal Reserve was this twofold: ba uh, banks couldn't, uh, you know, it, it would take literally months for a check that's from New York written in Montana to get done. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. And number two, states were issuing all kinds of uh, similar currency to the United States. Not, but they yeah. they were bills, but they weren't. It wasn't called currency and debt, you know. Mm -hmm. the, so the whole purpose of this was to to create a twentieth century uh, reality that we had to set up a system um, of two things: being able to have banks be or checks be transferred. I know you were out of time, mm -hmm. and cash is in banks. And, All right, uh, that's it. Okay, we'll be right back right after the news. Stay tuned. A lot more to come. Seven minutes after the hour of 10 a.m. Mountain Time. It's Saturday. It's October 28th, and it's still 2023. Shane Tobin, half man, half amazing. The best color man, the best sidekick, the best best friend ever <laughs> in Kamloops, Canada. He's half man, half amazing, and he proves it every week on this show, as we all know. So happy to have you guys uh, along well, with us. My best friend forever, Rocket Man, as I designated you years ago. You realize next May, 12 years. Wow. You and I, 12 years, 20 for me uh, coming yeah, up, I think. 2000, so. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. yeah, I think I started 2004, something like that. I started as a guest here. Well, uh, so did I. Yeah, I was a guest and a caller. <laughs> so, you never know what's going to happen to you if you try. So. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, one of our textures claims the Hamas election was fair and no problem. The Carter Institute has verified it was clean and fair and everything, and Hamas got 74% of the vote. So, Well, you, you know, unlike Minnesota with African Americans out front of the polling stations with bats, you had yeah. Hamas uh, guys, mm -hmm. you know, standing behind the, your ballot box, mm -hmm. you know, where they could see how you voted with a gun. So, well, yeah. <laughs> 
That's it. Yeah. Pretty simple. You know, a guy standing behind you has got a gun and can see what you, how you vote. So I was going to say, if, you, if you're going to put your <laughs> any, any basis on a, uh, uh, a Middle Eastern election, That's uh, right. boy, I don't know. Well, I, I think I need more than one source. It, it went out the window when Iraqis had the chance to vote for the first time, and they had to put a, their finger in a purple yeah. ink stain to, to, you know, to show yeah. that they'd already voted. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think that's a great idea. I think uh, I think you should do that. Yeah. I, I think it should be blue ink if you voted Democrat and red ink if you voted Republican. You yeah. yeah and then when you're out in the restaurant, you can point fingers. Well, who the hell are you? What are you doing voting at well, the party? But the best part is you wouldn't have to talk to anyone leaving the polling station for them to yeah. try and figure out polling voting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I don't know if you... I, I guess they had uh, what they stick your thumb in. And if I had my choice, I'd stick my middle finger in. There you go, buddy. <laughs> How'd you vote? Here you go. <laughs> Let's my, take a, my, bird, my bird is blue or my bird is red. That's right. Let's take a phone call. 522-TALK is the number, 406-522-8255. Call your own with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Morning, boys. Right on John here. <laughs> Our fact checker. All hey, right, uh, baby. Uh, you know it. Um, you, you know, uh, it's a lot easier to say right on John than John Patrick Kennedy the third Jerry, the great one. <laughs> yeah. Michael. <laughs> so I, I just want to let you know on that. And uh, to Joel, I have a, a nine millimeter pistol on my left, in which I carry all the time, and a shotgun on my right. If you if you have it uh, available as a quick draw, uh, those uh, those bad people don't really have a, a chance. Um, the biggest problem over in Palestine is, uh, Biden's, uh, lackadaisical flat butt on, uh, with his, uh, with, uh, aircraft carriers and all the, uh, um, ships and everything, um, allowing all of the major countries and everything like Russia, uh, China, Venezuela, all of those to start, uh, gaining mm-hmm. together. So we may end up in World War Dam 3. Because uh, because of his his action, it's just lack pathetic. Of. Oh, I know. Uh, you lack of. I was lucky to make it here yesterday from Livingston to Bozeman because there was a bunch of black. There's probably right now a bunch of black ice. So people, uh, be very careful. I did the sneaky snake yesterday and seen uh, a bunch of accidents around mm-hmm. North Seventh and everything. So slow down, slow down, stop being mm. so. Wanting to get there, um, building houses and, and buildings and everything like that, which you covered earlier. Um, mm-hmm. The high cost materials because of the damn greenies are uh, uh, have since we can't cut as much wood and and the high cost of uh, all, everything else and fuel. Um, we, we just can't get enough building done. So until we get out of the Biden inflation, nothing's gonna uh, really. Uh, that game. Uh, Northwestern Energy with uh, 28%. Uh, the reason that they, they're doing that is because they're having to do X amount of percent of renewables, in which I'm sent up on a place to camp, urban camp, with power. Um, I, I'm going to get in a hold of them like next week and stuff. 
because um, they, uh, they shut down all the coal plants and and gas and giving them a hard time with gas. Plants. Yeah, coal strips gone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you have to buy from an outside market, uh, you got a 30, 35 percent loss over over distance. Yeah. Um, and we but, sold the dams. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and oh, um, uh, what the final thing that I want they they shut off the uh, cell towers at, but the, uh, over there in Palestine, um, but they're able to uh, some of them are able to pick up uh, signals from Israel, but what what they don't understand. Is is that um, a lot of those high end people or whatever have um, uh, 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 the Sharia law Palestinians, uh, which is their biggest fault, uh, uh, have satellite phones. So what are they going to do? Shut down a satellite? Uh, yeah. what, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? So uh, I'm uh, I'm now. Uh, in Bozeman there, Tommy, so we're going to have to do lunch. Well, there you are. There you are. Yeah, well, uh, stay warm up there, Shane. Uh, I'm, All right, buddy. I'm, I'm trying here. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks All for right. the call. Yeah, man. You know, it, even now, we're, we're sitting here talking about genocide in the Middle East again, but, I, you know, this week I watched PBS's uh, uh Incredible documentary on the American buffalo. It's uh, two parts, four, four yeah. hours. And if you want to realize what America is capable of, you've got to watch this program. Between 1900 and 1990, uh, the uh, American people slaughtered, you know, 60 million buffalo, almost to extinction. Um, between 1800 and 1890, there were 145 indigenous people that lived off those buffalo. The buffalo ran from central BC, where I am, down to the Caribbean of, the, of Texas, from on, into, into central Ontario, all the way down to Florida, from the east of the Rockies, right across to the Pacific, or the, the Atlantic. There, there were herds all over the country. It took 10,000 years, anthropologists have determined for, for this to happen. So this was the single largest extinction of a animal in the history of mankind, not to mention mm -hmm. the elk, the bear, the moose, mm -hmm. uh, all the herds of antelope and, and everything else that were, were slaughtered. Uh, the first round was just for their their hides and, and it was for the leather to run, you know, um, textile plants. And it's, we've talked about it. If it wasn't for oil, the, the, the whales would have been gone. Yeah. But until they were able to raise enough cattle to provide, you know, the leather needed for your in industry, they wiped out the buffalo. So yeah, it's, it's, you have to bring up these things in context to what we're talking about right this moment to have an idea of what we are all capable of. Yeah. Yeah, I started watching that, Shane. I turned it off after about 10 minutes. Uh, because, oh, too bad. It's you know, an amazing yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I couldn't watch that. That was, it's, it yeah. was sad, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, but by the way, my best friend forever, Eagle Man, yeah. did, did, 
at all convince you of the conversations we had seven years ago when I said American Buffalo and you said there's no American Buffalo. You remember that conversation? There aren't American. We got there are no, one Saturday pretty hard. It there are no buffalo in North America. Well, that's what the program's called, the American I Buffalo. I know. But, well, but yeah. there are, they're, uh, they're, they're bison. bison. I know. They're I know. bison. I, I, yeah, I so. understand you. Yeah, that's why we have a bison-tennial. That's right. Yeah, so. All right. So. I, I was hoping to tell that story because I always get. Yeah, I, I know. When, when I literally every week when we do this, I somehow remember that conversation. All the buffalo are in, in Africa. And yeah, I know. Other, we we, other like, yeah, so. we went hard at each other. Once, yeah, there's like, no. Six, yeah, there's no buffalo in North America. They're all. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, from our text line, uh, and as I say, a lot of times on the text line, I just put this out to show people that. There, there are some people are just un, unreachable, Shane. You know, they're just, uh, they're, they're closed in, and I can't get to them. You know, which I'm guilty of sometimes, right? Well, that's true. Yeah. So, <laughs> from our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight, this is a perfect example. Uh, if you bother to read the Mueller report. That should oh, tell you all you need to know right there. Yeah, right. You would learn that Putin spent millions trying to get Americans uh, to doubt our election system. Trump did it in one election cycle. Sad. Well, let me let me ask you this: How on God's green earth, without election interference, how on God's green earth can Trump beat Hillary Clinton? That's not possible in the real world. There's got to be something wrong there. I mean, there has to be. Anybody that anybody that thinks that election was legitimate is just, I don't know, man. I mean, well, every news service, every news service, every college, every institution yeah. <laughs> in your country wanting to prove that the Russians influenced the 2016 election couldn't come up with any bigger number than maybe around 500,000 votes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, but they came up with 500,000 because that's you know, it 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 was mm -hmm. like the sixty election. It was like pretty close. Yeah. You know, the two thousand twelve election. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was less than you know uh, fifty thousand votes in three states mm -hmm. or five states, right? Yeah. Uh, the history of our great nation. We have never election process until one man's ego lost. Uh, even now. Uh, conceded after he lost court cases. Trump wasn't happy with the courts telling him, no, you lost. Uh, here's the thing. You could challenge elections, but when you have exhausted your challenge, you have to concede. Trump exhausted the courts and then took down, took to the streets. Any Republican would not be uh, disgusted if this is a Democrat, uh, would be disgusted if a Democrat did the same thing. And Hillary did the well, same thing. <laughs> she, well, wrote, I hate she even wrote a yeah, book about it. I hate to disappoint all these people, but the case in Washington is going to bring all this to light because all this evidence that he's got about it is going to be entered. He'll, yeah. If they proceed with that case against him, he'll enter it all. Yeah, he'll, he will. It'll become public record of, of why he yeah. thinks what happened mm -hmm. in 2020 was wrong. And, yeah. you know, so, hey, hold on to your, you know, put on your yeah. seatbelt, baby. We, I was going to say all the, all the court right. cases that were thrown out all for technicalities and whatever are all going to be right back in there. So, yeah, and I don't. I don't care if you know if Trump loses, fine. You know, I I really don't care. Doesn't matter. You know, it's who's in power, right, buddy? Yeah, 
if Biden wins again, so what? I'll 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 survive. I survived Obama. I survived uh, Clinton. I survived FDR. <laughs> you know, I, Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. I got through Johnson. Uh, bullets flying around me. So yeah, that's right. You I'm okay. More, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I say. I've lived through Thank 14 presidents, so I really don't. You know, what I care is who's in the on the city commission and who's on the uh, county commission and. Right now, uh, you know, it's uh, we just might as well just call it the Bozeman Chinese Commission. Uh, That's right. Well, no matter what the thank- election does, uh, you're going to have five liberals, whether you like it or not. Thank you for your service, Rocket Man. Welcome Amen home. to that. Yeah. Uh, there were zero buffalo in North America, and none were slaughtered. They were bison. That's right. <laughs> Unreachable and closed in. Trump cult. You can show them the facts and evidence, but they still believe the lies. Uh, you refuse to read the Mueller report. He documented how Putin hired social media trolls and yada, yada, yada. And uh, in case you missed it, that was totally debunked by every news source out there. Well, I mean, a grand example of all of this before our eyes in the last two weeks, you know, uh, a a group in in Hamas, I mean, a group in Gaza City fires a rocket, it Mm -hmm. puffs out, hits the ground by a hospital, blows up some cars, and Israel did it, killed 500 people, went around Mm -hmm. the world, and everyone still believes it. Now, the horrific thing about this is the, uh, you know, the defense... Uh, you know, the Israeli Defense Forces, they, they showed the numbers. And over 35% of the rockets fired from Gaza over the last 20 years, 35% have puffed out and dropped inside of Gaza. 35%. Yeah. So it's, this is like before you're, you're waking eyes. You know, woo. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I don't know, that thing was, was sad, so. Well, you still have your the New York Times had to had to walk it back. Congressman saying it was the Israelis. I mean, yeah. come on. Well, and also too, I mean, there's there's tons of people that were interviewed on TV that didn't believe the atrocities uh, of you know dragging people out of their homes and beheading babies and whatever else That's was right. going on. I mean, that was uh, you know they just refused to believe it. And uh, and the deniers of the Holocaust. Here yeah. we go, a hundred years later. Yeah. Holy buckets, Northwestern Energy is not providing power to urban campers, and it's not renewables. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever said the urban campers were getting, maybe. Uh, it's gas and oil prices, which are high, thanks to OPEC. Well, <laughs> I at my house, I pay for electricity and, uh, and uh, gas, uh, natural gas. We got plenty of it here in the United States. And uh, coal produces my electricity, I'm pretty sure, not oil. Well, look, gas prices are up because your president shut down your your, your power sector, you know, the oil industry, the power sector of your economy. Mm -hmm. And two, Iran, who's, you know, pumping oil for one country, China. So you take out Carg Island, like I said, and not only does China go in the ditch, but Iran's finished. So... Either the Israelis will do it or the Americans because something terrible else ha- happens. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't believe Iran. It's like Saddam Hussein of Iraq. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you give up what you already had to, yeah. to go <laughs> into Kuwait? I mean, like these people, their, their hate is so great. It's beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, well, uh, I'm not going to debate the Mueller report anymore. You know, if, if you believe the Mueller report, if, all you had to do was watch Mueller's testimony. Uh, right. that, was, that was out of my purview. Uh, I don't remember this. I don't remember that. I don't remember a damn thing. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, it was it was sad watching watching him try to defend that report. And what it's five years and thirty million bucks or something like that. I forget how much it how much it and was. And it's but. like every attorney general, the Democrats, and mm -hmm. head of the FBI and Homeland Security. They're all the same. They, they, they mm -hmm. when they're in front of the Congress committees, they they all yeah. talk the same. There you go. Four zero six five two two talk is the number. Four zero six five two two eight two five five. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Hey, Tom. Hey, I'm your former retired taxi driver. Hey, all right, man. Good <laughs> to hear it. from you. I'm glad you're still kicking. <laughs> uh, I normally don't call in. I usually just text. But uh, this upcoming election locally has yeah. got me all Twitter-pated because they're asking for new levies and more taxes, and I'm getting taxed out of my home. I know. We're all getting taxed uh, to death here and. Yeah, none so, of these none of these people are going to make any kind of a change. Uh, if they come in and try to change anything, the votes are just going to be four to one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, doesn't matter. So, so I'm I'm hoping all the listeners out there spread the word to vote mm -hmm. no on any new levies or or taxes that are proposed in the upcoming election, yeah. and uh, let's let's put a stop to this nonsense. Well, we've we've become a, about as liberal as we were back with Kirkhoff and uh, Joan Rudberg and or not Joan Rudberg, but uh, uh, Frost and uh, uh, you know uh, Marcia Youngman, and we've we, I mean we we learned our lesson then, but I guess uh, history repeats itself if you don't pay attention. Well, that's a, that's okay. So the Democrats have got control of the monies, but mm -hmm. uh, we got control of the purse strings. So. That's true. Yeah. That we can just vote no on everything, and if the constituents here locally agree with me to vote no, then uh, yeah. then the county, city, county commission, and that will just have to deal with what money they've got and not get yeah. not get any more. So that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, me too, man. Good to hear from you. You betcha. God <laughs> bless you. All right. You too. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see, uh, from a text line, a previous caller mentioned uh, people in Gaza can uh, can use satellite phones. What good does it do to call a satellite? There's nobody there to answer it. <laughs> That's from Jeff. Thanks to Saturday Night Live. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, I I call those satellites and nobody's there. It's uh, uh, Mueller is terrible on the stage, but read the report, which he obviously wrote little or of the content. Yeah, well, it was called his report, so what's the deal? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, please thank Shane for the history lesson. It is true, a Turkey, a Muslim country, lost all of that land after World War One. so Palestinians are... Anyone uh, wants to blame anybody, they should be blaming Turkey for siding with the Germans, losing the land, and massacring all those Americans at the same time. So, so there you are, Shane. Thanks for the history lesson. <laughs> oh, let's I, see. <laughs> I think it's relatively important today, Thomas. It is, yeah. Abraham's servant girl, Hagar, uh, gave birth to Ishmael, believed to be the forerunner of the Muslims. The second son, Isaac, born to Abraham's wife, Sarah, believed to be the forerunner of the Jewish people, 
In the book of Genesis, God appeared to Hagar and spoke of Ishmael. Uh, he will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand will be against him, and he will live in hostility toward his brothers. So there you go. Well, the Old Testament is the, the only book of prophecy that came true. Yeah. So Moh Muhammad's book of Quran has a lot of prophecy, but nothing yeah. has happened that you know that he he wrote about. But great great book of poetry if if you want to read some um, yeah. Arab poetry. Otherwise, you're don't want to yeah. read it. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift. She's a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to leave out, and um, there's there's a shortage of Adderall. Oh, my God, the students are going to go crazy. Oh, geez, I don't know what we're going to do. And the House wants to force uh, censoring uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Biden double the deficit. So we got to talk about all those in the final half hour as we come to a close on Saturday, October 28th. Don't forget the uh, Bobcats are over in Idaho, 2 o'clock on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial. Shane and I will be right back with more right after this. Welcome back, everyone. It is Saturday. It's October 28, 2023. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. Tommy Goloff, your morning mayor in the house. Shane Tobin, half man, half amazing, is in Kamloops, Canada. And coming up at 2 o'clock today, uh, MSU is going to take on Idaho over in Moscow, Idaho. That'll be on our sister station, XL Country, 100.7 on your FM dial. And the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Civil Rights this month lost an, uh, launched an investigation into allegations that Montana State University failed to respond appropriately to reports of sex and race-based discrimination during the 2022-2023 school year. So, there you are. Uh, the investigation, first reported on Tuesday by the Daily Montanan, was uh, announced in a letter dated October 5th uh, to MSU President Wadad uh, Cruzado from uh, the OCR, investigator Stephen Riley, and so they've had 20 complaints against the university, uh, reports of discrimination made by members of the campus uh, Queer Straight Alliance, Queer Straight Reliance, that's an oxymoron chain, I guess, uh, a student-led organization that supports MSU's LGBTQ community. Uh, Riley wrote that his office will investigate whether MSU itself discriminated against the students or faculty members on the basis of sex or race, color, or national origin in its handling of those cases. So a little bit of a dust-up out, um, out at the university, Shane. Well, you another perfect example of the uh, Democratic Party and, and wokeism. They, they, they always overdo it. Yeah. And this minority has overdone it. And hopefully that will be determined in, at the polls. But yeah. this continuous effort to create support for a minority that's probably less than 10% of your public overall. And when it comes to sectors of this minority being like less than 1%. Mm -hmm. 
th this this effort that they're trying to create is as bad as the you know students across your country demonstrating in support of Habas and, I know. and what they're doing. Yeah. It, yeah. It, the, the contrast is mm -hmm. horrifically similar. Similar. Yeah. I mean, they the, the are similar, and uh, it's it's regrettable that in mm -hmm. the single greatest first world country in the world, the best country club, as I like to say it, yeah. that people are so illiterate, so undereducated. Uh, they have everything at their disposal to be educated. I get up every day, Thomas, and I'm on the internet for five to six hours every day mm -hmm. learning. Yeah, I, I, I'm 68. I'll be 69 in January. Um, I, I hope I see 2025 because they say I'll live to 100, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I want to learn something new every day. I, I could not <laughs> exist. And well, life has been that way. And, yeah. and it's just sad that so many don't want that. Yeah. I don't think you'll be 100 in 2025. That's the year. No, they at. say if you live to 2025, you will live to 100. Oh, well, all right. Because the, well, I got that going you know, for the, me. The, the advances in medicine will be so incredible. significant, huh? Yeah, AI, particularly with uh, yeah. uh, robots. Those miniature little robots, it'll go in your body. I know, they'll go in your body and fix everything. <laughs> yeah, clear out all your... So, well, this discrimination Thanks, certainly, um, you know, this has been going on for, well, we talked about earlier this year with Harvard. Uh, was, uh, oh, yeah. Harvard was discriminating against Asian Americans in favor of more colorful uh, students. And uh, so they, they got... Uh, beat up on and uh was stanford another one i can't remember what they there was a couple of others uh big schools well known well uh, the Amer american civil civil american civil civil liberties thank you yeah uh, incredibly this last week uh supported trump in his defiance of this <laughs> this the judges you know <laughs> telling him he can't talk and, you know, of course, he's appealing it and will win. He will win. But, I mean, yeah. the A-S-L-C-I-O-U, whatever it is. I, the American Civil... civil American whatever. Civil Liberties Union. Thank you. ACLU. ACLU. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. An yeah. acronym I shouldn't forget. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They had to put uh, AOC on a ventilator when she heard that. Uh, <laughs> That's very good. You know that? Yeah. She was, she was in trouble. <laughs> Well, That's we hope hard uh, breathing, hard breathing. Yeah. Well, we hope uh, we hope uh, discrimination at MSU is either uh, found to be non-existent or certainly uh, uh, in small numbers or uh, maybe uh, whatever. But I, I find it hard to believe that uh, our our own Montana, the way we uh, there's a hundred countries that are uh, at that school, Shane. Um, you know, so I can't. Well, I, you know, I had an Italian father. I was raised to respect uh, women, open the door, pull the seat, help them with their coat, mm -hmm. compliment on how they look. You, yeah. you do any of those things in some states in your country now, and people can sue you. Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. Well, it's not like you were born in a slave state, uh, were highest in your class, uh, drove an eighteen wheeler, and uh, you know. <laughs> Had to, had to wipe the oil off the windshield with uh, windshield wipers, you know, because things were so bad where you lived. But uh, yeah. 
Well, we we got to talk a little bit about Taylor Swift. This is really this is quite a remarkable story, Shane. Started when she was sixteen. She's thirty three now. Right. Just became a billionaire. Uh, quite honestly, I had to go to YouTube to hear some of her songs because I I you know like you, I'm news talk radio and uh, you know that I'm I'm just I'm out of the. I've always said uh, if if I don't know who you are, you're not famous. Uh, you know, because if it doesn't dribble down to me at the at the lowest denominator of the public, uh, you're not famous. So, you know, well, uh, music music is a language of the universe. True. And uh, this woman is yeah. brilliant. By 18, 18, yeah, she made the determination to go on her own. She didn't want anybody yeah. to support her. She wouldn't sign with anybody. Yeah. She understood the internet. She understood business. And here she is 10 years yeah. after this, and she's a billionaire. Of course she is. And then mm -hmm. on top of it, she single-handedly saved the NFL brand. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. we got to admit this. I mean, <laughs> you know, the NFL brand was ruined with wokeism. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're kneeling and all the things uh, they did. Everything you know, they for did. The yeah. last five yeah. years. And along yeah. she comes and <laughs> starts dating a guy in Kansas City that's, you know, who's got a brother in Philadelphia with yeah. the Eagles. He's with the Chiefs. The point yeah. is, he's like 6'7", 260 pounds. And she, this is like a woman that's like, you know, 5'8", and, you know, 100, 100 pounds wet. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you know, she yeah. she shows up at his, at his games, and the whole world all of a sudden wants to watch the NFL just to see if she's there. She has been ever since yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. But I here's 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 my... Classic question to you. I think they've had a conversation of her saying, I don't understand why you don't have a girlfriend. And he says to her, have you noticed how big I am? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these guys are gigantic. If you well, watch the NFL, I mean, yeah. there's guys 6'7", 365 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, when, when I was in San Diego working the video store, San Diego Chargers used to come in and rent movies from us oh, back, back go, during buddy. the rental movie right. days. And and you're right, man. These these people are, uh, you know, it isn't that they're just tall and they weigh a lot, but, I mean, their their arms are massive. Their, oh, yeah. You know, their chest is massive. They're, uh, I mean, they're amazing to look at. I mean, they're and just... if you watch Sunday night, Monday night, or Thursday night football, mm -hmm. on on, on at, at the beginning of the game, all these guys on both sides of the you know te both teams, yeah. they put their picture up and they tell you where they're from. Yeah, meaning the college. Yeah, and you will find if you listen that at least three to four of both the offensive line, defensive line, both teams. Are from high schools, Thomas. Some they are. They didn't even go yeah. to college. Yeah, they didn't even go to college. Some are. They got That's true. Six foot seven, three hundred and fifty pound guys out of high school. Yeah, uh, yeah it's pretty interesting. Incredible. So. Incredible. Yeah. What what a country. I love your country. It's a wonderful yeah. place. Well, anyway, uh, the her heiress tour. We're talking about Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, uh, she's going to make four point one billion. Uh, the yeah. most an artist has ever made from a single tour in history. And the the sad thing was that she lost her catalog of the songs that she wrote uh, through her uh, bad manager at one time. Yeah. And That's so she re-recorded all of them. Uh, they went to court and 
said that she could re-record them if she wanted to. So, uh, and that sale was in the it was in the several million as well. So, uh, so yeah. Not to mention her websites and products and oh yeah, you know, and, oh, and shirts and with hats <laughs> and everything. Yeah, all that stuff. Being yeah. dating Kelsey, um, you know, her mm -hmm. ticket sales on, on the tour went up thirty five percent. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then she does a movie. You know, and that movie's like <laughs> heading towards five hundred million. Like, yeah. this is great. I know. Well, ticket prices for her shows anywhere from forty nine to four ninety nine, and uh, 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 Seat Geek told U.S. News the average uh, ticket price for the tour resale. So, in other words, if you got a ticket and you resold it, was sixteen hundred and nineteen dollars per seat. Wow. Well, the only thing that comes close to for me, Rocket Man, are the Spice Girls, and I had to buy tickets for my daughters and yeah. go to see them in Vancouver when they came. And it was fun, you know, yeah. being the dad there with two sure. girls. Watching, yeah. You know, it's like it's, yeah, they're you know, in your in your lifetime if you get a chance to go to concerts yeah. and see people mm -hmm. that you love or the music you enjoy live. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. an awesome forever moment. Yeah, the theater, uh, you know, she put her tour on film and, and released it to theaters. That's made $80 million in advance sales, uh, 130 uh, worldwide. And, and growing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's pretty amazing, you know, and all, all things considered, you know. And the, the other thing that's got to be tough, Shane, um, I remember when Warren Beatty was dating Madonna. <laughs> if you remember back that far oh yeah and, oh yeah and you know they were showing warren Beatty sitting in a hallway waiting for madonna to come out from a bunch of interviews or with her something. bullet bra remember her bullet <laughs> yeah bra. yeah she had her bullet bra uh <laughs> but you know uh to date somebody who's a billionaire uh kelsey went out and bought a six million dollar mansion just so he could have a place to take her <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> this, this is pretty funny when you, when you think about it. So, well, you so, know, look, the mm -hmm. classical music will live forever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, upon mm -hmm. centuries, yeah. all the music mm -hmm. of yours and my generation. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's yeah. vast. That will live forever. You you can't even start a list. I guess the starting with the Beatles, but mm -hmm. and now you have someone like this in this generation. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's. Uh, it's it's uh, it's one of these things that you look at and you know that there's a British uh, uh, singer that just finished his final last tour at what 68 for he went he went on a five year tour. <laughs> and, oh my gosh! And he'll live forever with yeah. his music, but well, yeah, she, it's, it's remarkable. Yeah, she has a real estate portfolio worth about 150 million she's got a beachfront mansion worth 45 in trebecca new york uh, she owns uh, a building a luxury condo building in nashville tennessee uh, that's uh she bought that when she was 19 for 1.9 million and uh, she's also got a, a estate in uh, forest hills tennessee worth an estimated 8 million and uh, in watch hill rhode island She's got a seven-bedroom, nine-bathroom beachfront that uh, <laughs> she she paid $17.75 million for in 2013. And uh, the that's valued at $30 million right now. And uh, she uh, purchased the historic uh, Goldwyn Mansion in Beverly Hills in California in 2015 for $25 million. 
And uh, she restored the 1930s mansion to his former glory. It was granted permission to have the home uh, piped uh, or uh, made a historical landmark. So that's going to be that's going to be something <laughs> there. So and she and flies. This is gonna go on. I, yeah. And she's clean. Yeah, oh, this yeah. woman has yeah. no issues with drugs or alcohol. She has no daddy issues or mama issues. Yeah. She's like just herself, yeah. which means she'll be around for 50 to 60 years. Yeah. It, it, yeah, she flies, yeah, she flies to the Kansas City Games in her private jet. That's right. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's the way to live, I guess. And uh, I, I sincerely hope, Shane, that now that she's a billionaire, uh, she'll afford to uh dress herself fully on stage because she doesn't wear a lot of clothes on stage well you know the amazing story was that we're in week eight halfway through the season but week two she i believe it was week two in kansas city you know after the game she drove out of yeah. the stadium with elsie and heard the it yeah. it uh in a convertible with the top down and, and his mother yeah and <laughs> yeah mom mom's in there mom mom gave taylor the uh vote of confidence so from our app chap line am 1450 kmms on, on your smartphone i would have tried to date taylor swift no matter how much money she's worth then i found out she is a strong leftist not gonna go there now <laughs> I'm voting no for any increase in taxes in the upcoming election, uh, including new levies. I'm getting taxed out of my home. So we yeah, all are. are. Amen to that. So, so yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> it would take a strong man with a strong ego to date a billionaire woman. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's astonishing that Tom doesn't know Putin loves a uh, love him. <laughs> loves his Trump or <laughs> uh, Tom and Shane believe Putin is afraid of Trump. Uh, well, he did bomb the heck out of him in uh, Syria. So, yeah, I don't think he cares. Uh, by striking a plea of agreement with Paul Manafort uh, and his um, married white collar crimes, an agreement that required Trump's former campaign manager to forfeit five million dollar properties. <laughs> Life insurance and et cetera, et cetera. Mueller investigation had acquired somewhere between 26 and 42 million worth of revenue for the tra for the uh, federal treasury. Zero cost to the taxpayers. Well, yep. I guess fines offset, huh, Shane? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Uh, still, to be set still to be settled, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Shane, the white colonizers uh, killed the buffalo because they fed the Indians and the Indians needed them. They did not kill them for leather. They killed them uh, and uh, let them waste. They killed them and just shot them from the trains just for the heck of it. Well, you know, go read about it. Watch this PBS uh, documentary, <laughs> number one. It was for the leather. I always thought it was for the fur for fur coats, but it was the leather for industrial use. And then... In 1887, they went back and gathered up all the bones, and they used the bones to create fertilizer for your agrarian mm -hmm. economy and to make combs and brushes out of. So there was more money, you know, 80 years later after they started the slaughter, yeah. that they made more money from the bones that had turned white. <laughs> you know, you're talking about across the, the plains. And you see the pictures of the bones stacked up, and mm -hmm. 
at different train stops in in the west to go east uh, yes it's it's it was a double whammy as the indians in the program said and <laughs> you know not only did they waste the beef mm-hmm. but they destroyed the graveyard uh, yeah it's <laughs> it, it's a horrific thing to see yeah Shortage of Adderall, Trump will, will start to sound stupid too late. <laughs> Remember when Biden, Biden bragged on a dinner guest uh, about our submarine capability and vulnerabilities? Oh, wait, <laughs> that was Trump. So, yeah, we got to get to this Adderall uh, thing. Um, I, I don't know, Shane. Uh, do they do that in, uh, in Canada? Do they have uh, Adderall and all mm-hmm. that? Yep, it's uh, it's covered by our medical services. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. There, apparently, there's a shortage of Adderall uh, going around. So <laughs> we we don't know. Uh, I I when I was in school, we <laughs> they just beat our ass if we were <laughs> out of control. But <laughs> well, it, I, I tell you, you know, it, it, my parents. Uh, would have been happy with the five siblings that w- that we had. That yeah. If they had, if we'd had some of these drugs back in the sixties, because all of us were high strung kids, and you know, you know me, you, oh, know, you know my sister. You're a, you're a high strung kid, that's for sure. <laughs> you know my sister. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Talk about high strung. <laughs> God bless you, Tammy. You're a wonderful woman. We all love you. Ain't ain't that something? Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Hey, Dennis, you guys. And I just wanted to I just wanted to throw in a couple of things here, not sure. to uh uh water down the evils that the white man has perpetrated on the on the on the earth because we've done plenty of it. But don't forget that the Native Americans had what was called a pishkun, which is a buffalo jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they would drive run them entire off. Herd. Yeah, yeah they drive them off. They the... would run entire herds of buffalo off the buffalo jump. They would die. They would go down and harvest what they could and leave the rest to rot. It seems to be uh, so. Yeah, the white man just did it more efficiently. Unfortunately. It was terrible. It was awful. It was gruesome. It was selfish. It was stupid. I, I could go on for a half hour on that one. Second thing that I'd like to point out, and it has nothing to do with anything you've talked about on the station <laughs> this morning, but except for the evils that white people have perpetrated on the planet. Well, slavery is one of them mm-hmm. that they absolutely did not perpetrate themselves. It was all part of a tribal uh, society and economic uh, uh, condition way before white men ever showed up anywhere and enslaved black people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hey, uh, and as far as I can tell, the slaughter of the American buffalo was not the largest eradication of a species on the planet. That has happened at least five times in the, in the uh, prior iterations of our Earth. And uh, we are 1% of all the species that have ever existed on this planet. We are part of the 1% that exists today. So 99% of species that existed on this planet at one point in time were eradicated either by natural cause, uh, by well, all by natural cause. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm happy to throw my my worthless opinion in uh, on on the radio program this morning, and uh, I'll st- I'll shut up and listen to you guys. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Worthless opinions are our stock and trade, Jay. One hundred percent. That's it. So, uh, well, uh, final couple stories here. We got uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Everybody loves her. She's moved to force a vote, censuring uh, Rashida Tlaib, but rather on Thursday, accusing the Michigan Democrat of anti-Semitic activity and sympathizing with terrorist organizations. She's called. Uh, the measure to the floor as a privilege resolution Thursday morning, which forces the chamber to take action on the legislation within two legislative days. So if it will happen on Thursday, it's got to be done Monday, I guess, Jane. So correct. I guess we'll find out uh, uh, how to handle the censure resolution will be one of the first big questions uh, Mike Johnson will have to deal with. So we'll find out uh, how that goes. So that's it, Shane. Say goodbye. I will indeed. Thank you, Eagle Man, uh, my BB, my BFF. Um, be happy, be safe, everyone. Live in the moment. And as I say, live to work. It, it, it's wonderful. Look at us. I mean, we're happy to live to do this job. So you be happy to live to, and do your job. We, we both live in the two greatest countries in the world or country clubs, if you like, to try and get a spin on the Internet. But uh, have a great Halloween week, and uh, look forward to Thanksgiving. There's so much to be thankful and be giving to. So have a great one, Thomas, and we'll talk to all of you next Saturday. All right. Thanks, Shane. Hey, don't forget, uh, Bobcats and and, uh, Idaho, 2 o'clock, XL Country, 100.7. Don't forget to vote for Tom and Shane, bozemanmagazine.com. We would appreciate your vote very much under media and info. I am out of here.